I would hope it's Browns because then I would laugh for other reasons. The Browns. <laughs> Just gonna leave that open. I don't want to talk your about face, that. man. Yeah, we do. We do have to do video. Just so they can see your face. <laughs> if people saw the faces that we made during it, they would understand why so much of our episodes seem choppy and. They just hear yeah. snickering in the background. I think I'd actually be funnier. My delivery would be better. Well, they'd see they'd see me deadpanning, re- like yeah. reacting to the jokes that don't work. So yeah. I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. There's a lot I don't like. I I I hate the idea of being because I look terrible always. I have to start shaving and no, no dressing appropriately. We we would definitely would not do that. We were just worried about the background. <laughs> Again, my issue. Maybe. <laughs> and then our quote unquote um, outfits or costumes, like something inspired by de lethal weapons, which is pretty I just, straightforward. But I we just, look like we look like dirtbag cops right now, like beat cops, not beat cops, uh, like detectives. We're in we're in the, the field. We look undercover. I just turn on the mic one or just turn the camera out one one episode and I'd have the Rock City mask on. <laughs> That would be hilarious. I still have to spray paint mine. <laughs> you remember the re-release, right? It was all the wrong color of Bebop, and that didn't make sense. That didn't make sense at all. Your, so. your Bebop is brown, right? No, it's pink. I have to go spray paint it. That's terrible. I can't have that. Yeah. My warthogs Bebop are brown, in my, okay? Yeah, Bebop in my head is always brown. But. Well, Bebop was a black dude. It's not racist to say it. That's how... It, like this, this was one of the first interracial friendships in the 80s. They happened to be on the wrong side of the law, but hey, friendship <laughs> is friendship. I think they could have been persuaded to be on the right side of the law. They weren't that smart. I mean, they followed the bag. Yeah. I mean, they, fo- they followed the ooze. They, they okay. stayed <laughs> the green. Right? They're goons. They're, they're goons, right? They knew what they were walking in. And they, I guess they knew what they were walking out. Um, they, But he wasn't pink, so that's for another tale back at it again <laughs> and like we never left coke and dank dank and coke we are d lethal weapons possibly d lethal protectors it's the word if we could i mean it, it's kind of kind of carries on you have to it say it over you have to say it way more times because he said it a lot d-lethal of lethal protector yeah he he ran Brains. that he ran that in the ground Chocolate. Hey, Blank. Hey, Coke. What do you call a spider with 20 eyes? It's going to be good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise the bar. It's going to be good. What do a I call a spider? That's what I get for like cheering you on, thinking it's gonna be a good one. But don't, I, don't I, build it up. I, I, I soaked myself up. 
this is the moment where maybe them seeing my face would have helped sell the joke. It would have because you smiled and then you got mad about smiling. I got, <laughs> immediately. I was like, ah, this could have been good. A spa. Been good. I like it. Well, that's not really a high bar of praise. You like that's, a lot of. That's offensive. That's rude. Terrible jokes. I think that's rude. I don't like. No, I like quality jokes. That some would call corny, but it's. <laughs> My segue is some people could call the sequels quality. A lot mm. of people would be calling them terrible. We're here to discuss. How many of these sequels were better than the original? I'd say one. Were better? Yeah. I'd say one. One and a half? Can we, can we do half? Can I half? No, half so if it's a half, then that means it's equal to the first, right? So then that's a push. Can I push? Sure. So you think one's better, one's about the same, and one's worse? One, one's terrible. What's that's it? easy. <laughs> so one is the worst Spider-Man movie ever. Yes, one we can start throwing up against the Pantheon if you would rather watch that movie again or like Venom or Ben Affleck Daredevil or Electra. Which, like which, which Venom? The Laura. Again, when we get to talking about that, yeah. I'll, I'll start throwing them at you. One is just as good as I remember, although it has a lot of things in it that fall short. Okay. But I think it's better. And then the last one, it's it's not worse. It's nope. right on par. Yeah. And the stuff they get well, they really get well. Mm-hmm. But she could. and it's and it's it, but like <laughs> but she goes. She like it, the entire movie is a cheat. Yeah. But like that's a part of its charm now. Like that's like they're right in their bag now. They're like, yeah. we understand this entire world and we're we're dealing with fallout. This was what we got directly after. Arguably the biggest best most bankable marvel movie in the last yeah 14 years yeah they're like we're gonna roll with you now and for fans we're like this is the guy so let's go to spider-man 2 2004 2004 sam raimi again he comes back a couple years later this is my improvement this one is better than the original yeah, that would, that's, that's what I would say, too. Yeah, I agree. This one is good. And uh, we have... Did you want to do the casting? Or do we, do, we do that? Sure, we same, go back into um, a lot of repeat faces who either improve. So we can even do an index of who's, who's doing better in their second yeah. casting and yeah. who's doing worse. So we got Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, Peter Parker. I say better than his first one. Yeah. Yeah, he's still, not a, good, he's, he's still not a good Spider-Man. I think he's on par. You got to frame it for this world. We're only talking through this movie. We'll yeah. start doing comparisons down the line. I know, he, I know but he's not—he's he, never been a good Spider-Man, personally. He's—I think he's fine. He's, he's a fine Peter. He does more Peter things in this movie. Yeah, there's more of like, how do I balance these two worlds? And then the whole like, uh, I'm gun shy. I'm losing my powers. I loved all that stuff. Kristen Dunst returning as Mary Jane Watson. Still bad casting. Yeah. And kind of worse in this one, like less movie star, less kind of like shiny. You're the admiration for like Peter and like something that he wants to attain to. Yeah. They like ground her down. And then I thought she was more charming in the first one. She lost some charm here. She's just kind of there. I don't know. 
hard to explain, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I liked her better. I think she's worse in this one. Yeah. And the thing is, they tried to beef up her role, and it, it's more to her detriment. Like she yeah. gets more screen time. She gets the final scene too, which is totally weird. Um, James Franco returning as Harry Osborn, better, better, better. absolutely, way better. Then we get the uh, the like maybe one of the best castings that you could find for a villain and an actor, Alfred Molina playing Doc Ock, Doctor Otto Octavius. Amazing. This yeah. is his first run, so I mean, can't go wrong. Rosemary Harris returns as Minnie Parker. Better. Better. Yeah. She gets to do more Aunt May stuff. J.K. Simmons doing J. Jonah Jameson. How do you get better than I? Don't, I don't know. He's just that, again. That, he's he's just always on. A, he's always on a rise. Anytime he's on screen, he's stealing. Uh, the spotlight. Donna Murphy plays Rosalind Octavius. Again, this is her first movie, so we don't have to rank her. She just has a brutal death, like really fast. And it's like, oh, she was cute. Um, kind of a wasted casting. Daniel Giles as John Jameson. Yeah, he's just a, he's just a, he's just there. He's there. Um, Dylan Baker as Dr. Kurt Connors. This was a potential of things that could happen down the line. So I remember being amped of like, that could be, that's going to be Lizard, right? Like that was huge. Apparently the plan was he was coming back in like Spider-Man four or five as Lizard. When three would have been easy. Three would have been fine, but three, he only wanted, he only wanted Sandman or he being Raimi only wanted Sandman and they they forced him to put Venom in. Lizard wasn't going to come back. And Sandman was fine. Like they had a good character arc for Sandman. So but that's another story for another day. Um, Bill Nunn re- uh, reprises his role as Robbie, Joseph Robbie Robertson. Again, same. everyone in Daily Bugles, same, awesome. So I'll give my shout outs to Elizabeth Banks playing Betty Brandt. Um, Willem Dafoe has a very cool cameo as Green Goblin, Norman Osmond. It, it can't get worse for him, but it was a, like, that's nice to see that like they still want to keep this guy prominent. And he came um, back to do the five minute scene, right? It's kind of cool. And same with Cliff Robinson. I enjoyed Ben Parker's whole like dreamlike state of Peter getting to talk to Uncle Ben again. That was a really cool scene. So I'll give him my ups on that. Bruce Campbell comes back as Snooty Usher. So playing a different role, which had the internet talking about, wait a minute, like he already played somebody else. So could yeah, this well, mean that he's... Bruce, Bruce Campbell's in every Sam, Ra- Sam Raimi movie, right? Which is awesome. But it's the hilarious. internet took yeah. that and made that run. And then we have a slew of just cameos because that's the one thing Rami did, I think, better than anybody else. He managed to squeeze in as many kind of A-listers or budding A-listers into his movie because these were the only superhero movies at the time. So he re- Blockbusters, he really did. everybody was trying to join it. So we had um, Emily, uh, Emily Deschanel playing a receptionist. We had Hal Sparks playing the elevator passenger, Daniel Day Kim playing Raymond, Joe McHale playing Mr. Jacks, um, John Paxton playing... Donnell Rollings. It opens on Donnell Rollings, which is... Great. I was going to save him because like, oh, okay. he has one of the best lines in it. Joy Bryan is just in the crowd. She's playing Woman at the Web. That was cool. Uh, but like, yeah, let's go to the, the money. You said the funniest line in it, and it's hard to argue that. <laughs> Donnell Rollings is like, he stole that guy's pizza. Yeah, that was the best. I was like, that's pretty good, actually. He sees him go, he sees him swing into the, the alleyway, and he's like, what? Oh, he's being nosy. <laughs> <laughs> From like afar, too, right? Like, this yeah. all happening overhead, but he has the perfect vision to see like Spider Man swinging through. There, there were pizzas there, and then his one line, which he developed, he delivered excellently. 
stealing these guys' pizzas. Yeah, he, that was that was. I didn't I didn't recognize him at the time because I was obviously I was younger. But uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> I, was, I was genuinely like, hey, look at Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mossy Projects. <laughs> so it's it's amazing to kind of see those time capsules of people before they kind of blew up. Yeah. Cause I mean, Emily plays bones, right? Deschanel bones, Joe Bryant, uh, Joy Bryant has gone on to do so many different movies. Daniel Day Kim from lost fame. And he's done even more stuff like that. So to see these little peppers in, in 2004 is cool. At least and, for me. And here's Peter saving kids and delivering pizzas at the same time. That's his new gig. Something we something we didn't ask in the first movie. Uh, what are your thoughts on the built-in web shooters? We never talked you know about what? this. In the last I know I let it pass during the time, but I remember not liking it after the fact because you read you read the comics and that's a whole subplot of like he's that smart that he developed all of this. And, and I'm out. And I'm out of web. I'm out of webbing. Oh no! And that would create more problems for him, right? Um, but I understand the cheat code. This was yeah. before like. People were really giving attention to how detailed and how aggressive comic book fans would be if you did something wrong. And I guess before like the real internet spoiler age. Yeah, oh four. Yeah, because I remember at the time like kind of being like, oh, but being very forgiving because I was getting to see Spider-Man on screen. So I was like, right, okay, uh, I'm fine. Like I'm fine with it. I see you, but it's it's almost like you see your kid doing something. You don't necessarily want them to do, but you're kind of like, it's like, <laughs> you know, but you're not going to hurt. You're not going to hurt yourself with that. But, you know. <laughs> no, you'll figure it out. Yeah. That's, that's it, kind of was the feeling for me. It's a matter of convenience, right? Like, again, Raimi's version of Spider-Man is very much dreamlike. So anything that doesn't really fit, it's kind of like Raimi's Spider-Man is like Super Mario Brothers 2. It's a fun game. It just doesn't really fit. It wasn't and actually. Doing... Funny thing is, Super Mario Two wasn't even supposed to be a Super Mario game. No, it wasn't. They just added. They the rebranded at the, at the end. end. Yeah. And then people have fun with it, and now it's grown to have its own love. But like, you don't do the same things in the other films, so it kind of sticks out. So like, you can either find the charm in that, or like Coke, and you're like, this is not good. No. Um, yeah, really, this one really drives home how hard done Peter is in the opening minutes. He's like losing his job. He's getting shit on by this person. He's, you know, he's that person. Yeah. By his pizza boss, by his landlord, eventually by Jay Jonah. Like Peter's kind of the low end of the spectrum. Yeah. With respect. The, it's really like, man, this guy really has it rough. <laughs> then you get, then you have Harry, who's like a brand new, he's like a brand new character. He's not whiny yes. and sniveling. He's a lot more cocky and arrogant. He slipped back. I have no idea how he became a CEO in two years, but they gave <laughs> they gave him after they fired his father in the first film. They're like, okay, cool. We owe it to you to like run Oscorp now. Cool. That's the blind eye things that you're like, all right, like that's the web shooting coming from the wrist. Like, yeah. I guess you need him to be here, but like this doesn't make sense. No, not no, not not exactly. It's kind of it's messy, but it, it's there. I love how they incorporate like the the OG theme song when played by the woman like on the violin and stuff. Yeah, she she comes back a couple times. I'm like, yeah, I like when they do little things like that. Like, a couple of these movies did that. That and I really enjoyed the intro because it was like an animated recap of the first movie, right? You mm-hmm. get like all these stills. So I was like, that's a nice touch. It kind of looked like a comic book. You're peeling back the pages, and it 
brings you back into this world. There's the uh, there's the whole like what was really different was which is cool and it was a Raimi it was a Raimi touch was was turning uh, Otto's arms into a kind of horror movie like you know when he gets his arms imbued on him and and right. they're certain they're, they're they're ready to cut them off they become like it goes completely Sent, horror movie sentient and like they more they talk to him and he they, can hear those voices and they even squeal when they open up and stuff right and they set up that line of dialogue of like. Um, they would have a mind of their own if they didn't if i didn't have this chip <laughs> placed conveniently right at the tip here so as long as i have this chip i'm safe everybody which then blows off five minutes later yeah nobody's safe right the best is um well we get aunt may crying very early on and then peter tearing up very early on but the birthday present that she gives peter is uh, like 20 bucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is like sweet but like yeah. really aunt like what am i gonna do with 20 bucks and then uh, you could buy her some flowers. They peel away all the flowers and look at the yeah. <laughs> three. <laughs> that didn't work. Like Peter's constantly a man down on his luck, which I appreciate because that happens a lot in the comics. Yeah. And he's but, really trying to work out this balance. But they really pile out in the beginning. Well, like, like everything is bad. Well, I'm not complaining, but it's just like everything. Everything he's a sucker. is bad. Yeah. It's, it, this would be in, a, in anybody else's hands. This would be a darker movie of like Peter can't get the win and then becomes a vigilante and screams out justice or vengeance and then punches villains in their face till they go unconscious. But luckily, the lighter side of comics, Peter can kind of shrug it off. Yeah, so the Dr. Octopus thing is like where he, Otto wants to give up once his wife is dead and everything, but he like he understands the, the defeat, but the Doc Ock in him is obsessed with his dreams. So that's like his motivations are kind of like as great as as Melina is as, as Otto. I'm kind of like, what's his? What does he want here? Yeah, this villain has no um, purpose other than I guess science, but science doesn't even make sense. That's what he I mean. Wants he to build just, a bigger, better machine. He just what? wants to build. A, yeah, he just wants to build a giant, a giant fireball. And it's like okay. I need money to do this. Yeah. So that was kind of, that was something I didn't realize in the first watch. I was like, so that was kind of like a tick down for me. I was like, well, I I don't remember him. I remember him being a great villain. I didn't remember him having like the dumbest motivation. (laughs) It's like, we just got to keep doing this. I was like, well. And then they build them up nice. Like they, they give you the night and day of uh, Ox character. Pretty cool. Right. Because Peters essentially has to do a paper on him. Kurt Connors introduces him and Harry introduces him because they're all tied in. And there's this nice little charming scene where Peter proves that he's smart enough to hang with him. So it's Peter, um, Doc Ock, and his wife, uh, Rosalind. Rosalie? Anyway. Um, we're all talking, and it's like, okay, about love and family and like how they met each other. So I think they're trying to play up how important his wife is, but she still kind of falls to the wayside when we get to the big action scene of when the machine goes haywire. Because her death is fast and abrupt, but like that should be motivation. Like if Spider-Man did something that made the machine explode and then she died, I'd be like, okay, cool. He hates him now. But the machine explodes, she dies. Spider-Man kind of saves everyone. No one questions how Spider-Man knew that this private um, like research. This conference or this presentation test, yeah. that like he knew how to be here and like unplug anything. Like there was not, wasn't a red flag to anybody in the room, especially Harry who his new motivation is I hate Spider-Man. He killed my dad. Peter, I kind of don't like you now because you don't tell me who Spider-Man is to see Spider-Man there and not see Peter. Like that's an easy way to like 
hey, something's not on the level. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait a second. What that there's something to be said about that first scene because you're what's you're right though because it's like spider-man and 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 the Oc don't even really hate each other until like much later in the movie there's like right there's no reason for them to come together until harry kind of um pushes Oc to get to catch spider-man yeah other other than that they, like doc Ock is just robbing banks and yeah like, i gotta i gotta, I gotta spidey's like i gotta stop you from robbing a bank like, don't do that. yeah because that, that, that one scene is awesome because he has the actual he opens the vault and he actually gets bags full of money and then in that <laughs> I don't scene, know he gets coined though like yeah. that that is like literally dollar sign bags of money i was like okay Aunt may gets, her, gets her hero moment where she gets to hit him with her with her cane yeah with the that umbrella kind of, yeah yeah that's awesome shame on you man i was like hey <laughs> go get it and um, that fighting scene is great when they start from in the good. vault throwing bags of coins to climbing up the side of the brick wall like a lot of the animation really holds up in this film considering it's 2004 but i really love the action sequence see i like that was my favorite fight scene actually it's, it's really good it's really smart and ak is such an interesting character because they have the evil scientists in the middle and then all these like flailing arms that again have their own horror stories even his rise out of uh, the hospital was a really cool. cool set piece moment for all those crazy arms because that's the horror story thing that you're talking about the one there's one the, the one nitpick i have and this this is the nerd nitpick on me but dr octopus yeah well dr octopus is just a regular person with mechanical arms right right so if he got like hit in the, genius if he got hit that. in the gut with spider strength he'd be like oh he's done he'd done. be keeling yeah. over right so he takes a lot of punches in this and it's kind of like he just takes it. I mean, Damn, dude. He's, like, he's, he's barrel chested. Out, yeah, wouldn't you be like, as a regular person? Like, I know, like, if you fight Green Goblin, Green Goblin's super strength. Dr. Yes. Is, is super strong. Yes. And he's got a super suit. Yeah. To, to get through that. <laughs> yeah. At certain points, Melina stops wearing a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he just takes like, it off. If you want to just punch him through. Well, then is Spider Man an idiot then? Because he's not just punching him in his face? Yeah. I guess that's a good Yeah. He should just go, drop. Go if for that. Yeah, go for that. There's the uh, Harry slapping Peter scene, which made me laugh. I, it was really very they, serious. He he cries as well. Franco tears a couple times in this movie. Yeah, but yeah, he's but like, yeah, huh, Pete, huh, swack. And Tom McGuire's face is hilarious because he's trying to be intense and like offended at the same time. But he's... <laughs> listen, if your friend slaps you, because I've been in this position with Coke, I'm gonna slap my friend back, regardless of what's been said. We saw, oh yeah, when we were really drunk. Yeah, yeah, we were really drunk and. It, it escalated and if i was if i wasn't less sober than you i think we'd be on the floor and maybe this podcast would never happen because we just keep slapping you started but the fact uh, well you know i said something (laughs) and you said do it (laughs) and then (laughs) slapping commenced (laughs) and then like your reflexes were so on point so like i was trying to like throw out quips after each smack and you're like no 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 and i was like this is hurting faster and quicker than I want it to. And the crowd of people that have also left the same drunken emporium that we left were starting to converge. And I was like, I don't know if I can win this bet because I still have to get on a train with this guy, like head back to the same, the same spot. The best Maybe part of that, the best, the best part of that story is I don't remember any of it. <laughs> no, you were so three sheets to the wind. That's just like, I can't win this. Like, even if I win, you won't remember it. It's like, how do we, how do you celebrate a win that, both people don't acknowledge right that's me just like you just be like you're talking shit yeah <laughs> yeah i don't remember any of that 
<laughs> but I was smart enough to know, like, yo, his reflex, as drunk as he is, his reflexes are really on point. I'm not going to win this. Like, without missing a beat, like, I'd be smack. Haha, take that. And you already, like, so the side of my face was not favorable. But to my point, if a friend slaps you, don't slap back. I'm going to slap back always. So it's a weird scene, right? Like, and they're, they're trying to build the tension. The tension's kind of there. But like, again, just, Peter, looks, just, Peter looks like a pussy. Yeah, exactly. The hair flipping around and he looks so offended that it happened. It's, it's funny. It is funny. Does he feel it the same strength? Because he has super spider strength at this point. Yeah, he still it feels the hits, right? But it doesn't hurt. Like, it's coming from It still Harry. hurts. It just it doesn't do damage is there. the difference. Uh, he loses his powers in this too. There's a lot going on in this movie. Not too much, but there's a lot. It's loses his powers. He leaves his suit in the garbage, which is kind of cool to throw back yes. to the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man No More. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, cool nod. Um, was that before or after he threw his suit in the laundromat and got it and the color bled to other was, people's laundry? Yeah, that was after, right? You laughed at that. That was funny. Yeah. That was the attempt at comedy. The no? cut the, okay. the comedy in this is everybody except for Peter, which is a shame because he's supposed to be supposed such to a be smart ass. One. Yeah. yeah. And he really he really did try and talk Mary Jane out of her wedding, which I was like, dude, you're sleazy. You're, you're just yeah, bad timing. You had and you had ample opportunities. Yep. And she was definitely like looking for you to take those moments that's before the wedding. So that's one thing that bothers me about the these these Raimi movies is like She's all she knows exactly what's going on, but she's kind of like, I don't know if it's being a, it's not being a tease about it. she's just being like annoying. It's like she's playing dumb. I don't know why yes, you're playing dumb. Yes, it's like, oh, There's I no really wanted to see you. Oh, is that all you wanted to see me for? It's <laughs> like, okay, you, just 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 like let's hear this up here. <laughs> let's hear this up here. You're supposed to stop playing high school games when you leave high school. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys are now. Oh, let's say like 1920 somethings right because they've Even been living they look, in the city they look 10 years older but yeah we can't keep harping on that because then we'll never leave the okay <laughs> they're at least uh, i'm gonna say early 20 somethings if not like budding 20 but she has a career now like she's on stage uh peter's in college he's learning and he has a couple side jobs he's got like three hustles so good for him hustle hard um and then he had that whole elevator scene too where he said the crotch was a little tight. So, I mean, he attempts for comedy. I'm going to give him credit on that one. That one's kind of fun. Okay. The awkward in the com- in the, the elevator. Yep. But based on everything Mary Jane knows up to this point, she should be really commanding the whole relationship because that's kind of Mary Jane from the comic and at least the cartoon, right? The 90s version. She was the one who was like, this is what I'm doing with my life. I'm going to do it. And anytime I interact with you, I have control of... Yeah, kind keep, of the interaction keep, keep up and that's that confidence that you love about it right she's more attractive because she's not going to waste her time on people that aren't asserting themselves and that's what's funny about the 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 leading ladies and the other two spider spider-man movies they're, more assertive. they're much way more assertive than than this version very confident and very smart yeah so they in turn become engaging and in the other movies peter ends up learning valuable information and life lessons from them mm-hmm. And this one, it seems like he's teaching her things, and that doesn't make sense to the dynamic of what we know of MJ and "quote unquote" Tiger. There's, I, I have a beef with with fire scenes too in movies, because I mean, 
First, he's powerless. All of these movies have, but all of these movies have fire scenes. Yeah, no, but fire in house, like fire is in house. You ever, okay. you ever, obviously, I was gonna say you ever been in a burning building, but if you've ever been in like, um, not intentionally, a, a room full of fire, like you can't see anything. It's right thick with smoke, and you're you're coughing like crazy. So these, these when they have like a full blown like fire, and he goes in to rescue a kid, and he's like looking, looking around, around like it's nothing. Yeah. I'm like, this is like. Yeah. In a mask too, right? This is not him pulling off a mask too. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm even like, less vision. I'm always like, ah, oh, I can't. I wish they just stopped doing fires. That <laughs> really, even fireman shows like Rescue Me is amazing, but it's right. even that show is like you walk in there with no with no gas mask on. You, can see, it's like I understand why you're doing it so everybody, the viewers can see. But I'm just like, for me, I'm always like. Come on, man! Like, can we this just... does not make sense. It does not jive. There's Aunt May has a speech in this that serves as like the point that pulls Peter back out of his, I guess his guilt because his guilt is what's messing up his powers, right? Yeah, that's that's one of his kind of storylines. Yeah, I guess, right. This big secret. That that's a weird. That's a me. that's a weird speech for someone to make just off the cuff. It was it's a weird revelation to give your aunt too. Yeah, like after how many years? Oh, so that like, one. It, yeah, but that that ha- this, that happens at different times, though, right? Okay, right. Because he, when, you're right. He, when he when jog, he, jog me on uh, her speech, then his speech he, is terrible, and like she walks away like a heartbroken again. That was actually basically- wicked. I thought that was great how they played that because that the speech is terrible, but it's, her reaction was just like chef's kiss. spot on, she right? And like, like how you would react, and then and again, great motivation to like propel the story right like now aunt may doesn't fully trust you you have this larger guilt but at least it's off your chest mm-hmm. but the way you said it and how you said it like she, she's got to figure out if she can forgive you on you telling her like i spent the last moments with uncle ben i wasn't at the library like that's a big lie yeah huge lie it's, considering that she's falling asleep at the dinner table at the kitchen table in the beginning of the movie with like open bills so she's stressing on the life that she can't live right now based on the fallout by your hand yeah. And you've been kind of like, I'm going to go work pizzas. And he left her to like, in the first movie, he's living with Harry in an amazing apartment. The second one, a shithole. So dropping more money off there. So like, that doesn't even mean like the Peter that we would know would probably stick it out at Aunt May's house and help give money and keep kind of keeping that afloat anyway. No, I'm, ta- I'm talking about the speech that, uh, like, you're right. But I'm talking about the speech that when they're doing like the yard sale or whatever, and the kid's like, oh, can I have this? Uh, and he goes, okay, "Oh yeah, right. sure." And then she turns around, and is like, "You know, every kid needs a hero." Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "This does not fit the scene that's going." Like she just threw this on him, and he's like, kind of like, "You're right. I got my powers back now." And it's like <laughs> that's what John said. Would she be the right one to give that speech? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And it was just really, really on the nose. It's, it's almost like she yeah. knew who he was. But I was like, I don't know where this is going. And, this and is it's weird. Sorry. She's the one person in this film who doesn't know his identity yeah because it's the one where it gets revealed to a lot of people yeah you would think mj would give a empowering speech of like hey man like you got to be this hero for these people he takes his his love for her he takes his mask off like four or five times in this it's less so twice when his twice when his powers fail right then on the train and then to auto at the end so i think there's four that's at least four times i think that's less than the first movie and yet it's more than the other two movies. Yeah. Which is crazy. He also cries less. May cries once, Franco cries twice, and he cries three times. These, I don't know, these movies have a lot of crying in them. I don't know. He's emotional. 
Yeah. Um, one. Uh, I don't know if it's a good thing, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then it's like, okay, so when. When Harry six Dr. Octopus on Spider-Man, right? He's like, okay, Peter Parker will know where he is. So get the information from him. Right. He then finds Peter and MJ at a diner together and throws a car at them. Like you want information from this dude, and you're gonna throw a car. <laughs> yes. You don't know he's Spider-Man, so you know like it's like a- you sent me the text and I still tried to defend it. Yeah. I can't now because we're putting it on wax. It's terrible to do if and then he throws him against the wall, it would have killed him. Yeah, like yeah hard. Like he breaks, he breaks brick. <laughs> I will say it's an amazing scene. The scene's it looks ama- great. Seems great. Yeah, it's great for the trailer. It's great for like it's like it's wow. great for Spidey Sense and everything. Yeah. It's amazing because he's in, I guess, the background and he's not looking at the. I can't remember who's sitting where. They're side by back side to the window. The, yeah, they're okay. side by side, and the and the the it comes through the window that's like next to them. And he grabs her and like spins off. They do the nice slow motion. The car flips and it smashes. It's like, oh, this is awesome. Like, this is the movie I remember. But again, to your point, if this is the one lead I have. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure throwing a car at him will gain her the results I need it to. But it made, like you said, it made a really good scene. And then he dodges that and he like, yeah, like you said, he smashed him against the wall. That would have cracked anybody's spine. Yeah, and then Rubble falls on him too. So that would have definitely like snapped yeah. next to Bruce, but he busts out like Superman. He's like, all right, I got my powers back. And I was like, oh, like the, the music swells. What do you, what do you get you, it? What do you think of the subway scene? I, again, that's another scene that holds up for the animation. The fight between Otto and Spider Man on the train is great. It changes when Otto leaves, and then it turns into how can this man save this train? Shout outs to Phil Lamar because he's uh, a yeah. cameo in one of the windows too. And then it turns into one of those like emotional moments that is more fabricated than it is genuine because he loses his mask. He has to use all he his takes webbing. It to... yeah. He Does takes he... it off. Yeah. Because it gets, Does... it gets a little bit of a spark and he's the one who takes it off. That's one of his. Yeah. And I was like, why? why are you doing this? And he uses the web to slow down the train with him sacrificing. There's a weird moment where he falls like 90 or 90 degrees. And he catches himself, yeah. And he get and it's like that's a weird thing to have. Like his head would at least bounce off. Anyway, he stops the train, he passes out because it was too much for him. And the people on the train like carry him like Jesus and then yeah. put him down and look at him. And then there's all this commentary of like, oh, he's just a boy. He's like, he could be my son. And nobody in New York decided that they wanted to take out their phone and take a picture of this. I was going to say that, that guy, that guy would be ratted out that fast. He would be, those, those people would not keep a secret. No way. That many of them? No way. I'd believe no. one or two, but that many? No. Those, those guys are ratted there, there's, out. There'd be a homeless guy be like, I know who Spider-Man is. That guy right there. He saved us in the train. Yeah. That, the kids, the kids return the mask and I'm like, we'll save your, we'll keep your identity safe. Spider-Man. So it was, it takes you out of the movie because it's not believable. No, it's at all. It's New York. Yeah. And the fact that nobody's like, this kid, like, this, at least make a joke about, like, this is the guy that's been doing it. Yeah. No, I do like how that scene, how Auk comes back. <laughs> like, it's and like he punches he, him in the face. Yeah. He, he leaves, bops him in the head. I was like, that was, that was cool. It's not like he just set it up and left. He set it up, let him tire himself out, and then came back. No, like, well, you got to get through us. And he's like, all he's right. a proper villain. He's a proper villain in everything except for motivation and notable weaknesses. Yeah. 
because his wife's supposed to be his weakness and i guess science is his weakness but they're not really used well and his body's his weakness and again yeah. he doesn't punch him there but the lack of motivation undershadows how great Molina is in this role yeah because they there's so many i was telling you there's amazing shots of him that they shoot him over the shoulder and he just half turns back and you see through the glasses spider-man and they have the the, arm. the arms coming to like put on glasses take off glasses like it's a good blend like that's why i really love this movie when it, it first came out i was like oh they got auto like really well oh yeah I was, this, I, it's like i'm usually like i usually get annoyed when villains don't have certain accents and stuff and auto's supposed to have that weird european accent right million doesn't and he like i don't care like <laughs> in my mind now like this doesn't is like, need a yeah this is like the perfect auto i don't he doesn't need it we skipped over the moment where he decides to give up his spider-man life and like wants to be like the best peter parker of himself and they start playing raindrops yeah and he's like skipping through like the city and he's like oh i'm answering all the questions and stuff and like a little bit of a tease of dancing peter um yeah. But also, like, this whole side life of this is the version of myself I could be. So, like, he starts showing up for Mary Jane and she notices. But still no chemistry between them? No, they 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 do Whatsoever. not like each other. They don't like each other. And it's it's clear. The actors don't like each other. And it's clear. It's very clear. And it's too bad because it's, it ta- it's like, oof. They just, yeah, the if, chemistry is just not there. If you're the director, though. And you can replace one of them for the sequel. Who are you replacing? Mary Jane. Toby or, or... Mary Jane. So you're still sticking with Toby. Well, because here's the thing. is like, I would... Toby is a... F- I don't like him as Spider-Man. And probably never will. But he's fine as Peter. And you can write things in there. Kirsten Dunst is Mary Jane. It's like... She's not... I don't know. I don't know if she's not into it. Or if because she was much better than the first one, and I still she still was yeah. miscast, but she was much miscast, more into it. But yes. This one, she's like, it seems like she doesn't even want to be there. That's okay. No. Then we we'll just recast you as somebody else because it's it's easier pill to swallow changing Mary Jane than changing Peter Parker for the audience. Not to mention she There's gets two- captured again. So this is her. This is her. <laughs> this is her. Damn, I, like, I thought you're gonna hold on to that rat to the to the end. But go on. Yeah. It's to be the damsel in distress. That's all she does. Yes. She yeah. serves motivation for the hero. That's. I'm like, man, you have no personality other than just like. She really doesn't even need to be there in the third act. No, like I she's know. the catalyst to get Peter to go find Spider-Man. But like Otto doesn't need to take her again. No. To like the final fight. Like, I don't, I'm gonna build my son. Let me go build I'll my build son. my son, and that's that. And that's no, it's they just threw her in there because damsel in distress. That's so this movie. This movie takes place in two thousand and four. So this unintentionally funny part for me, Robbie's like placing down um, how the newspaper is going to look, but he's using like actual paper and like fitting it on the sheet. I was like, we don't have computers that like do this stuff. Like <laughs> they still do. And he's in like the chiefs off doing it. Like it, it didn't seem like this is an updated version of how to put together a newspaper. So I laughed at that. Yeah. And when Peter wants to be Peter and he crosses the alleyway and that kid's getting beat up by the two goons. Yeah. And he thinks about it. He's like, he just leaves. No, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just turn around. And the kid's like, help. And he just turns his back on it. I was like, Ooh, he doesn't even take his phone out and hit up the cops. He doesn't, he doesn't throw a rock. He doesn't do anything. He just, he's like, not my problem, man. Yeah. Just walks away. One other thing I wanted to say, or ask when did harry get goblin gassed 
He doesn't get Goblin Gas. Okay. And yet he gets the Green Goblin persona in him. He has father issues. So he's got, but, I mean, I mean that after credit is just like, I get it, but like, no. Yeah, no. No. And basically that's like a whole Batman story in itself, right? Like Houseman is his Alfred. Yeah. He's got daddy issues. And then, then he finds a bat cave. Then we get with the pumpkin new, bombs. Then we get next movie is New Goblin. Everybody's favorite New Goblin. Yeah, we we're not talking about that. No, <laughs> unless unless we do trilogies, but no, we're gonna but stick to the second one. One the one thing that that just said to me is like he never got goblin gassed. Why is he suddenly no, like crazy? Sad. He has this obsession though. He does. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So we'll, this we'll is a, this is a movie of obsessions not played well, right? Because Doc Ock has his obsession, but it's unmotivated. Um, Harry has his obsession, but it's unlike substantiated. Like. Therapy would have solved a lot of his issues, especially mm-hmm. with Spider-Man. Peter has his obsession, but it's Mary Jane, and it's not Mary Jane. Right. Mary Jane has her obsession. It's acting, but it's not really acting. It's Peter, but it's not really Peter. It's I'm getting married, but it's not. I'm not getting married. Why? Why does Jay Jonah keep hiring Peter to take pictures? If Peter, like I laughed that entire um, part, uh, like wedding scene where he's like, Peter, take a picture of this over there, yeah. over here, yeah. and he gets to the front of the crowd, it's like. Parker, what are you doing <laughs> over here? Take this picture. And like, yeah. Parker's like, she's getting married. Like, damn, it's better than the first. Oh, no, it's it's better. I I had more fun with the first. I think we were talking about I had more fun. I enjoy the first one more, but this one's a better movie because, like, even though we harp on Doc, Ock, the scenes having, are you know, better. Yeah, I don't know if the story is better. Yeah, okay, there you go. That's yeah, but I don't like I like it's me trying to justify because I this is my favorite in the Rammy, and this yeah. was one of my favorites of spider-man but it like maybe i'm remembering how much i loved Otto as opposed yeah. to how much i love the movie because like again it has a cw problem where we spend way too much time with peter and mary jane and will they won't they and the lack of chemistry the lack of clear motivation of are they even into each other or they're just like i kind of like you like yeah i'm interested about you and then harry has this weird speech in the beginning of the movie where they're all doing a surprise party for peter and harry's all like she likes you like you should go for it and i was like you just dated her like yeah this is weird that uh, you giving advice to like so yeah so that, i actually i actually like this one m- more than i remember because i used to dude. like i remember like oh spider-man spider-man 2 is the best i was like in my memory it was like this is just like a big messy love story like i i kind of took auto out of it in my in like the right in, in, you're not you're not wrong though right and it so is re- a big messy love story re-watching it i was like oh i was able to appreciate the good parts of it so i actually liked it more than i, I used to think i thought it was worse basically so, so that's that was nice it's i still had more fun with the first one just because i think uh the villain was a little crazier and like it was i don't know I just well, had the, more fun the, with the, first one. the villain is slightly better like it's it's 1a and like i guess two because if molina had motivation and kind of like a clear set like this is why i'm a villain perfect but he's perfect the right man for the job defoe had everything going for him like he knew what movie he was going to be in he knew what he was doing and he's like i'm gonna get you spider-man and you can't really so much so that they brought him back for this one right so Raimi in his mind was like i can't go wrong with goblin and you're you're right but what you noticed less i noticed more so the third act has Peter making a giant spider web that him and Mary Jane can hang out in and kiss. 
I was like, oh no, the, yeah. this movie is terrible in certain parts. That's some hokey shit. Because <laughs> especially after the third act, like you just finished doing this crazy battle scene, and you don't really kill Ak, right? Like he drowns, like he he gets bonked on the head, and then yeah. has the one eighty. I was like, oh, I got I gotta save everybody. That's exactly, that's exactly what happened. No, you listen to me now. It's like, like okay. oh no, right? right? So, and then it ends with her leaving the dude that she's gonna get married on his wedding day yeah. what a dick move like leaves the dude at the altar i was like wow you are not in you the wedding not the they, have the, they have the slow motion running too like jay jonah's like I, like i gotta foot the bill for this damn it she's inconsiderate as hell like change having a change of heart is one thing but waiting to the day of the moment of yeah, you're a dick i'm <laughs> you are a dick they both not coming off of years and he's sitting in his apartment looking out the window with the door open i guess and that's safe to do in new york because yeah. she walks right up and the door's open he's like hey it's like you came and then she gets the final scene and i guess the best line which is go get him tiger as he decides to go be spider-man again yeah so she's got a great agent because she definitely got beefed up her role more lines she's got second building on the poster with uh her name but she's in the poster right like it's mm-hmm. spider-man and mary jane but there's so she there's, deserves it. There's we're gonna start talk about the Stanley cameos now because sure there is no Stanley cameo in Far From Home, and that was a conscious decision because his at the time his health was failing, and they thought Endgame was a more appropriate final scene for him rather than the next part. So they kind of just didn't bother asking him. Right. So he's not in. There's no Stanley um, cameo there, but in this one he. Uh, saves a woman from falling from a falling concrete slab during that first fight scene. It's very right. quick. And you barely get to see him, but it's kind of... But you do you do notice him. And again, it's nice of Raimi or whoever decided it's the second time he gets to save someone in a giant crowd. The, yeah. first, the first film, he gets to save them at the Unity Day parade right. or yeah. fair. He saves a, he saves a kid. So, it's awesome. And it's before they really knew what Stanley was going to be in this universe, which was a true believer, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, I like that. Moving on, Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh man! What at what can point we do say? I get to tell you? Well, at what point do I get to tell you that Andrew Garfield cries eight times in this movie? <laughs> I was in the text from you, like he cries eight times. You were like, "Here's the cry count." He's at three, four, five, because it, 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 it just starts running up. It's like back-to-back cry seasons. I was like, "This is not the same scene," so I got to count this as a new cry. That that dude lets out all the emotions. <laughs> that was oh man, all of them. This is a movie. There is. This is Full not stop. just one. This is a bunch of movies or parts of movies mashed together with a guy in a Spider-Man costume. I'm not saying Spider-Man because he. You said it bad. I'll let you say it. I'm not even going to say that. I'm going to say this is Coke's favorite trope. This is the most and then movie. Oh my that there god! Ever is there's so, so many and then. thens? There's so, so many MacGuffins. There may be like one red herring. That's only because I know the definitions on there now. But that goddamn suitcase, then the calculator, then the train station, the 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 spies, the airplane, the airplane introduction. I don't like. (laughs) There's there's too much, too much unnecessary, not needed, and it has Paul Giamatti. Let's go through the cast. Yeah, okay. Let's go. Yeah, do the cast. I'm about to go (laughs) off. We're gonna again. We're sticking with returning cast members we give them improve or downgrade right they their stock either grew or loss and spoiler alert there's a lot of losses in this cast andrew garfield returns his role as spider-man peter parker 
Worse. <laughs> Yo, he's te- he. Oh, yeah, he's worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he cries more. His hair is less confident. He's not as confident. And the amount of. Please, 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 sir. This is your line. I'm taking your line, but he just gives up being Spider-Man, like Peter Parker, like <laughs> half of the movie, and he's just Garfield in a Spider-Man suit doing Garfield thing. I don't know. He just. I was gonna say the amount of screenshots of this man's face during scenes in this movie. My phone is full of them now because he <laughs> he has the the greatest worst ugly face in this entire movie, and this is the one that you. This is the guy that you wanted to build your entire universe around. Stock lowers. Emma Stone returns as the lovely, lovely Gwen Stacy. She's great in this again, but again, she's she's playing Emma Stone. So push. I think she's slightly better in this because she gives more information and she's over her death, de- her dad, her dad's death. She but is. It's, it's she, ironic that Peter isn't over her death. She her is a character death. in this too. She's not just a damsel in distress. She's an actual character. She does things. She has her own motivation. She has her own plot line. And she's more certain, like she's actually fun in this. So yeah, she's def. I would say that too. She's better. She's not quite Gwen Stacy, but she's she's a better it. version she's, of the character that yeah. she's playing. She's she, she's Gwen Stone. Yeah, and she's she does she does the best she can with the material she has. She Emma is Stacey. fun to watch. Yeah, she's good. And she bounces, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Jamie Fox playing Electro Max Dylan. Mm. We'll talk about that very soon. Dane DeHaan playing Green Goblin, Harry Osborn. Talk about yeah, that. You said, it, you said it best to get on tech. He's the worst and the best. So it, talk about that soon. Uh, Colm Fjorn. I wish I could say that better because I'm pretty sure he's Canadian. Uh, plays Donald Menken. Felicity Jones plays Felicia. So we got the first Felicia Hardy. She's possibly. Lo- she's lovely. Uh, Emma Stone's lovely too. And Felicity Jones, I think. Is- I said lovely. Felicia's lovely, but doesn't have a lot of material. What she does get to do is kind of cool, but not enough of her. I assume there was a longer movie where she did more stuff in it. Could you imagine a longer Amazing Spider-Man too? I can, because <laughs> you know where they go in the basement, and that's just a setup for like, oh, let's just go into this chamber. Anyway, we'll get there. Paul Giamatti plays, well, I don't even know how to say this name, Alexis Sertovich. Yeah, it's, yeah, Sit Sitsevich. Alexis Sitsevich, and he's not good in this. Okay. Sally Field returns as Aunt May. How many times she cries a bunch? Better. She's a nurse I'm gonna now. Say, I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to say worse because they gave her motivation, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Her whole plot line is I'm going to be a nurse. And everyone's like, why? Yeah. For the one scene where like, we got power back. I was like, what? This was... All right. Um, then we get the weird cameos of Embeth David Itz playing Mary Parker and Campbell Scott playing Richard Parker. Man, they get a lot characters, of they get a lot of screen time. Characters that are not needed in this universe, let alone in this movie. Um, Max Charles playing young Peter Parker. This was cool. BJ Novak was playing Alistair Smythe. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, maybe we might get Smythe. And this isn't really the movie that had a whole bunch of A-list celebrities making cameos, um, for obvious reasons. They do want to be associated with this trash. I did not like this movie. I didn't like watching this movie again, but I look forward to trashing. Although it did have some cool stuff in it. There's some cool stuff. There's there's also the other names in this. There's Gustav Fears, who's the gentleman. Hey, he's like this moody guy who's been in both of these movies now. I guess he was supposed oh, to. Oh, Black, Black Hat, dude? Yeah, Black Hat, dude. Okay. Gustav, the gentleman from the comic. Yeah. 
I guess oh, okay. he was. Yeah, yeah. I guess he was going to be the one to put together the Sinister Six in. I guess what would be the the third Amazing Spider-Man movie because he's in both. Of, he's in both of these movies. Right. Um, there's there's also Doctor Kafka who is supposed to be Ashley Kafka in the comics. So they turned her into a male character here who was the the one that was kind of quote unquote torturing Electro. Oh, at Ravencroft. Yeah, that's that's a whole to, other movie. Yeah, it's a whole. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole other movie there's because there's the there's the peter's parents storyline there's the electro storyline there's the uh, norman osborne and harry osborne storyline there's the he's guilty like there's so much going on in this his guilt for gwen storyline okay um let's just have his aunt may his peter storyline let's finish it his gwen and peter storyline and i mean he's this is a movie of obsession like this one they get it I don't know why everybody's obsessed with what they're obsessed with, but you get how obsessed they are with everything. Can we talk about how how CW this is? It's so CW. It's so like there's so much for like okay, so this is we, the worst soundtrack you're gonna listen to too because oh it has God. it goes up and down with the tones and they try and hit you with all these touch tone moments and like lovable songs, but you're like this doesn't even make sense here for what you're trying to emote so i don't know who was on steroids actually i do they have eight composers on this soundtrack and ironically an alicia keys kendrick lamar song for the credits really which is i I turned it off quick (laughs) it isn't bad when it was done i was like i'm done with this kendrick lamar is both associated with the black panther and the amazing spider-man 2 well i'll get you spider-man well done k-dot there's the, his OG, the OG the OG Spire theme song is his ringtone. I thought that was cool. I like I like when they do little touches like that. I do enjoy that. That's a nice nod. Yeah. Before we even get to the movie, can we talk about how there's like three different opening intros and the first seven minutes is a spy movie that doesn't belong in this movie? Yeah, I don't know. And then he's falling out of the sky. I don't like I just don't. And it cuts to which would be a nice way to open the movie. Spider-Man fighting the first version of Alexis before he turns into Rhino. Yeah, but he's it's terrible. Like he's it's not but it's not good, but at least like but he seemed fun, it's bright, it's colorful. Like they try to go away from dark, even though you started off on very, very dark. Like your first seven minutes is a born supremacy movie. Yes, they or Jason Bourne identity movie. Yeah, it did not fit. I I figure out what movie I was watching. So you are right. This one is uh not nearly as dark as the first one in tone or in in uh, aesthetic appeal aesthetic yeah. his suit's different yes it's more I like the big eyes the yeah big this eyes is good the suit's good um his the web swinging is great really good yes it's still the best web swinging um his his quips have it improved he's not his, a complete asshole or right punk. but he pissed me off in that first rhino meeting before alexi before alexi's even the rhino he's driving the truck right and he's just like pull the pull the truck over yeah like he's just letting him just go through just like kill people. Like I'm like, that's one thing I noticed right from jump. He's like, oh yeah, how you doing? I'm the friendly neighbor. I was like, why are you talking so much? Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> supposed to de-escalate the situation first yeah. and then give your quips. But no, he was just kind of... Because it just kept going after that. I was like, okay, well... Chewing scenery? Anybody yeah. who dies now, is that's blood on your hands. Because you just... Considering how many excessive police cars were out there, it was like a fleet of like 20 <laughs> to follow this one truck. Yeah. And he's like, wait, he's like hamming it up. Yeah. Uh, Giamatti is, oh, I'm going to kill. It's like, oh, man. It's, it's like rough. Giamatti and Fox knew what they're in one movie, Stone and 
Um, Garfield. I don't want to say Garfield. I think Garfield's in his own movie, like Stone and May. So oh, like the May, are in yeah, their own they, movie because they're, they're 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 the ones in the CW movie. Dahan and like Shadow Man are they're they're in their own movie because there's like Corbin Espionage and then there's like a secret and there's this whole like blood like and oh uh, forgot to talk about Chris Cooper's in this yeah, and see, he plays he plays Norman Osmond yeah and he they, we finally get to see Norman because we didn't see him in the first one they didn't have him cast no and he's mutating because if you look at the silhouette yeah then it, wasn't, it wasn't Chris Chris Cooper yeah that that's a whole other plot line that doesn't make sense in here and, and then he, like propels the story for him to look for spider blood what yeah spy yeah yeah, spy. What? yeah. oh man it's sorry i'm I, jumping all over the place but i just, I just realized because well, this movie Chris Cooper's place. In this. yeah and I, i'm i'm getting frustrated just talking about it. i don't want to talk about because it it's like we end the last movie on the fact that dennis Lee, so captain stacy asked spider-man not to visit his daughter anymore i guess right. she's gonna be in danger so he agrees not to do that then he breaks his promise so they open this right. in this movie whereas they're in a relationship then like 20 minutes of the relationship or into the movie, not even 10 minutes of the movie, he's seeing Captain Stacy everywhere. So now the guilt comes back. So he dumps her again. I was like, man, are you kidding me? And then they get back together and then they dump him again. And then it's like, oh my it's God. Back on, back off, back on. It's not in the span of like a this. day or two. It's literally, he he gets Alexi arrested, is late for graduation, shows up. Gwen's uh, valedictorian. He kisses her on stage. Oh yeah, they he has a whole... Diplomas. A whole dog and pony show, just like Mwah. yeah, takes her down, super super confident, whatever. Shows up in shorts, I guess, cool, Pete, whatever. Do they get off stage? They're meeting with their families. He sees the ghost of uh, Captain, Captain Stacy, and then he's like, oh, "We should break up." What? She comes in to invite you for Chinese food. Like, no, we shouldn't be together anymore. Yeah, he goes there. He's like, "I'm not gonna." What? Like, okay, you you're trying to be subtle. Now her whole family knows. You just ruined like you ruined Christmas. You, ru- you jerk. You, you, <laughs> You ruined graduation. And then they get but, back together, then they don't. And then they, I'm like, this is not what I signed up for. This is, I don't want to see this. Awkward. Nobody and that's this. the majority of his clueless faces are in, in a field at graduation of him trying to figure out what's going on. I, Hiding he's, the trees and stuff. He's so 180. It's amazing. It's odd. Oh, that, so that right there already drove me crazy. Because I'm just like, I don't want to see this relationship. BS, like just like either be together or don't. Don't do the back and forth thing because it's it's so wishy washy. It's so irritating. I can't I can't take it. And it's just like it's distracting. It's distracting. He's not the only distracting thing in it, right? So cut to kind of uh, Max Dillon's storyline. Oh, Stanley Hipkiss. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you were correct. Yeah, Jamie Foxx playing uh, Edward Edward Nigma. You know, Jamie. Okay, I I will say this. He's He's fine. He knows he's fine. what he yeah. he's perfect in a, Ra- a Raimi film. Yeah. Like that's what he watched first. He's like, okay, I can fit into this world. He's fine. I think he does a fine job with what he has. Same with Emma Stone. A lot of these guys. Well, are you talking about Electro or are you talking about Max? Because I like his Max. So I just don't like his Electro. Yeah. I'm talking about, oh, well, Electro is just like so one tone. It's, it's nothing. I'm talking about Max. He, He's a little too Max. desperate, like, oh, you know my name? Oh, he knows my name. Well, then he's like talking to himself in his in his room, but, like but, his but the, those yeah, those people exist, but then you see the first level of obsession. Yeah. I think it well, here's the thing. I think the and it's a movie of obsession. Yeah, that, that, that scene where he's like, Oh, happy birthday to me. Oh, like that made me like him less. I was like, Okay, you're now you're just creepy. Like, <laughs> like you were all you were just sad before, but now it's creepy. It's like I don't I don't really but the, the Times Square scene is cool though. It is where he says his wife. He's like, okay, 
And then he kind of he, he turns on him. He realized, no, well, there's the way you say. I'm saying I'm jumping because once he becomes, oh, when he when he turns once electro. he becomes electro and he's got the hoodie on and he goes to Times Square. I was like, that's kind of a cool scene. What camera has control of all of Times Square's TV yeah, stations? That's a very good point. Billboards <laughs> that on a flip of the dime, like, oh no, 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 we're gonna cut to what's going on live. Companies pay good money for those placements. If so I'm Coca-Cola, there's no way I'm changing my sign to put no, Spider-Man. On. I've no. paid millions. No, I want my Coca-Cola sign behind Spider-Man. I want yes. that. I want him holding Coca-Cola. Yeah. Yes. I turn the other screens, just include me. So like that was weird. But again, That's his level true. of obsession, his TMZ-ness is like, oh, I can be a hero too. And then, he, cool. then, he, and then he kind of was like, wow, he's like, F, F this guy. Like once he realized everybody's that starts right. booing him and stuff, he's like, oh, that was kind of a cool turn. I enjoyed that. Um, that but that would have been an oppor- like opportune moment for him. At least he's so obsessive that like he makes his own weird electro suit. Like we could have actually had the original electro suit. No, and so once get... people turn on him, then 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 they turn into ultimate version, right? Like I feel like it could have fit in there. Yeah, but who does he really remind you of? Oh, the Riddler. No, no I'm talking about after lecture. <laughs> what do you mean? Big blue man. Oh, Dr. Manhattan? Yeah. Big <laughs> <laughs> blue dong? Big blue man. At yeah. least that doesn't make sense with like he gets this rubber suit and like that. Like he can turn into put like they don't even understand the so he's like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm the physics on it. Yeah, like now I'm like like I, I had a whole stance of like that's we're gonna talk about it, but we're, we're jumping around because this movie is so bipolar and like neurotic and schizophrenic. He's pure energy, cool. So he can move through phone cables or electric sockets, cool, but they still put him in a rubber suit. And a gauge on his side head to like know his levels. Fine. I can let that go. But the rubber suit can travel with him through electric sockets. <laughs> That's why I was like, hold on a second. Yeah. I will bend my, I will suspend my disbelief for so many things, but like the suit goes with him. Yeah. And he's one of like six things. I'm just like, well, why are you introducing this character? I don't need this character here. <laughs> I, Man, I don't. And then, like, what's his motivation? He wants his 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 system back. He wants his design. It's like it's like Doctor Doctor was over again. He just wants to his thing that nobody else cares about. It's weird because he's playing Peter from Spider Man Two, Rami World, where yeah. like everyone in it, everyone in his universe treats him like shit, and he's the low end of the theory. Because Smythe is like, oh, you can't get on this elevator. You have to go like. Yeah, this is unnecessarily. This is, this is rude. This yeah. is that's mean. And the elevator was so stuffed with people. Like just, there weren't like six other elevators. It's like you can't come on this elevator. I was like, why? Why are mean. you stuffing this elevator though? Right? Like we don't do that. Uh, two feet apart. Um, and sends him back to, I guess, like the lower levels. He asked security, "Hey, can you shut off the grid so I can make some repairs?" And security's like, "No." So like what? Like <laughs> those guys are fired. Then he decides to go up and step on a tank full of electrical ears that I guess charge like Oscorp does animal testing. Cool. I can suspend my disbelief on that. And reaches over to kind of like, I guess, fix a line, falls in, supercharged. Falls in what? Water. Full of electric eels. <laughs> and his his gap closes. Because electricity closes your gap. 
and just turns oh, his teeth. Yeah, yeah, just uses to get and like turns into like raw energy. <laughs> they take his body and take him to a morgue, and like it's all like shelled over. So you think he's dead, but like nobody checks the pulse or anything like that, right? No. I guess a day later he wakes up. He's naked, but like finds a hoodie and pants, and then like stumbles out into the street. So again, Oscorp has no cameras. It's none. Worst security. But they and have like, electric wheels at a power plant. Or Smite's not fired. Smite didn't like what's what's going on? And this is the main villain. Yeah, it's supposed to be. We have three villains in this. Well, four, because like I think Garfield is a villain as well. <laughs> he he took all he took all of my joy. Yeah. And, the, and did, I did you notice that um, Peter's I, attempting to work for the bugle by sending emails of photos to J. Jonah Jameson? Uh, who, they, who they don't cast. There's no J. Jonah in this. No, There's that's no what they do. They they use the character in one film and then actually cast them in the next one. So I assume in the third film, we would have got another character of who was going to play J. Jonah. But the response in the emails, no, like he doesn't take the picture. So I was like, this was hilarious, but a waste of a scene. Like yeah, if you're not gonna give me Daily Bugle, then I don't care about it. You know what they are gonna give you? Teen angst and oh cheesy music. There's so much teen angst in this. So, like, are we back together? Like, no, no, we're gonna be friends. Well, friends have to have rules. Okay, what oh, are the rules? Oh god, that was the worst. Don't crinkle your nose like that. Because if you crinkle your nose like that, I'm just gonna fall in love with you. Oh my god. You can't say that. You can't say that. <laughs> you're not supposed to say that. I, I was like, what's happening here? <laughs> this is the middle of the movie. There's like a terrorist out there, like full of energy. <laughs> Who works where? What are you doing? What do you think of this? This uh, let's skip that. Like, what <laughs> do I think of this movie? What do you think? Of, yeah, let's just. I want to end this. Let's just. What do you think? Of no, because we haven't even talked about like six other people that are in this. We've been recording for an hour and a half, and we're on this I, but goddamn I, movie. The, listen, there's so much wealth of like terribleness in this movie that I don't know how we don't talk about it. We, we got to keep going. Fine. Talk, talk about Goblin. We'll, we'll talk about Goblin. He does not going. make sense. No. He's crazy, insane. He shows up out of nowhere yeah. with a scarf and yeah, a weird so comb over. And he looks like he has a drug habit and they make him the head of the corporation. Why? Just because your dad died? Yeah. Why? There's, there's wills and contracts and board of members in place President, CEOs, CFOs, to make sure that a kid coming off the street can't sit at the head of the table and decide, hey, Felicia, at the end, you're in charge. You're in charge now. I'm going to go play with my computer. What? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, did you know my dad had this rare blood disease that killed him? And now I have this rare blood disease. It's a, it's so a... maybe we should find some spider blood to cure me for my blood disease. Yeah. What? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on in this movie? <laughs> hey, Peter Parker, I haven't seen you in 10 years. I know, man. We used to be best friends. You want to go skip stones? Yeah, man. Let's I'm go. just in this board meeting talking to all these investors, <laughs> million dollar company, but I have time to just leave in the middle of the day and talk about your girlfriend. You have a girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, man. What's her name? Gwen Stacy. Oh, yeah? How is it? Well, it's complicated. <laughs> CW story. Do you want to skip some stones? Sure. <laughs> Did you just skip a stone five times? Yeah, you know, it's practice. Whoa, cool. I guess we're best friends again. Yeah. What? Huh? What? You kidding me? 
Hey, Andrew Garfield, do you know Peter Parker? Because Peter Parker knows Spider-Man. I need Spider-Man. Why do you need Spider-Man? He's got blood. <laughs> no, I don't really know Spider-Man. Three scenes later, Spider-Man shows up in his house. Hey, man, you can't have my blood. What? Huh? What the fuck's going on in this movie? That's why I want to talk about this movie. This movie is so perplexing <laughs> and so amazing and so obsessive. We're not even talking about Peter Parker's obsession because randomly he decides that he wants to solve and figure out what's going on with his parents yeah. just abruptly after like solving a case he comes home and starts manically putting things on his wall that connects his father his old lab different cities in in new york and he gets frustrated that he picks up a random calculator slams it against the wall and coins pop out <laughs> what and then huh? those those coins lead to a, lead to a subway station a secret, a secret that's still fully fully functional and he puts the tokens in and it opens up and it, there's the lab yeah. and it's the computer's queued up to his dad saying if anyone finds this video <laughs> here's the truth what huh what this is the most aggravating movie i've ever had to watch again and we did venom reviews this is worse than venom this is worse than venom both venoms, I think, because at least the, se- Stan- the, the second venom. Shout out to ter- Stan Lee. Well, shout out to Stan Lee. He's in the crowd for graduation. Oh, he's a great. His, to- his cameo is good in this. Hey, I I think I know that guy. Yeah, that's, yes, I like that. I enjoy that cameo. I'm trying to give something that makes sense in this. After my rant of none of this makes sense. No, it's. I'd rather watch both venom movies back to back than watch this. There's like six movies jammed in here. For what reason? Future projects. Huh? It was expanding. What? <laughs> it's, it's the CW stuff. Like, <laughs> how many calculators have you picked up and slammed against the wall and tokens of? I, I never have. I never have. Like Sonic Rings. It was like, yeah, ding, yeah, ding, ding, yeah. Ding. And he's like, okay, look, I know where to go. But I, I'm a genius. But I'm Aunt Aunt train station. Aunt May's a nurse. What? <laughs> Why? And then hides it from Peter. Peter's like, you don't need to know. I'm working more money because we need more money. What? I like how I like how she tells him that she tells him that his dad's like a piece of shit. And then like the next scene, he realizes that he's not. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> You're my son. Don't worry about Ben. I mean, don't worry. I don't even know what his dad's name is. I'm screaming out the wrong people's names here. His dad, Richard, his dad, his dad. He's a dick. Yeah, he left real. you. He left you. You're, he left you like you were nothing. Oh, okay. But. You know, this is this is really what happened. And then I'm actually not a spy. Oh, and then it's oh I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't with this movie. So Donald, the other CEO's whole plan to get Harry out of the seat is to use Dylan's dead body as a way to say this happened on your watch. Get out. Yeah. He does that. Harry's out. But Harry minds finds a way to sneak back into Oscorp. With a he, gun to to Donald, gets yeah, him down to the lower levels. Yeah, where you get to see what would be. Uh, we'll talk about that scene later. No, we won't talk to, about later. We won't talk about later. <laughs> We're not. I'm not staying on this for long. I can't. I like, just wait. don't. I don't get how. I'm a billionaire. I have a, a like a rare blood disease. I have, I guess, goblin juice that untested. Yeah, I get. Donald to fill it up, and then he's like, "Hey, we haven't tried this on animals or like humans yet." He's like, "I'm gonna try it on me." 
you're a millionaire. You're not going to randomly, like, you would find a homeless person off the street, like in Venom, but test it on them. Yeah, like, in, see, when Venom makes more sense than you, when the movie Venom <sighs> makes more sense, there's something. Because the third act is terrible and also great because the fight between Electro and Spider-Man is actually pretty cool. I didn't mind the animation there. Gwen makes no sense there. I don't know why she rushes to get there. And then all of a sudden, Green Goblin shows up. Yeah. And you I, get all these uh, disastrous final 30 minutes. Yeah. It's, and it uh, ends in a funeral. So, you know. And then Gwen Stacy dies. Do, do, you, do you remember that Spider-Man also in the CW plot finds Gwen on the bridge, takes her up to a pillar on the, like, the Brooklyn Bridge and says, you know what? I'm just going to move to London with you. So like he forgot the fact that he decided that he's going to be responsible and yes. like do the right thing. Yes. And just up and leave and take Spider-Man to London. But wait. But wait. He creates a whole bridge, Manhattan bridge-sized web that says I love you. <laughs> then so everybody can see. Then he swoops down and picks Gwen up out of a crowd of people on the road. <laughs> If I'm if I know them even a little bit, I'd be like, oh, that must be Peter. <laughs> oh, it's Peter Parker. Peter Parker's it, must be, it must be. Done. Why is why is he picking Gwen up? Or I'd be like, Gwen, are you in a relationship with Peter and Spider-Man? Like, what's going on here? Why is he saying I love you and then picking you up? Or they remember from the first movie where he took it off and fought the cops and like cameras were right. on him <laughs> and it's on TV. So it's like, oh no, it's that guy. He's, you know, it's Peter. This movie I- also jump six months in the future and then we get rhino in a mech suit because there's a, a layer in oscorp that has six individual cells that all have what would later be the sinister six yeah why who knows <laughs> there's a plot line with a little kid who gets his science project broken and he shows up at the end yeah That'd be nice, but like I hated this movie by that point. Yeah, I hate it. I just wanted it to be over. It, this is so so long, and this is the longest of the three, by the way. This is longer than both those the other sequels, it and is. it's it's far worse than both of them. So, and it still looks like it was hacked down. It looks like they yeah. chopped off chunks out of this. This is a this is a, like a five hour director cut. We we have to say we want to release release the web cut. <laughs> release the web cut. I want the full disaster of is this there, movie. Is there going to be Black Cat? Is there gonna be sister? I mean, six? she would she would have been in it. Yeah, because she has a couple scenes, and they turn Harry into Goblin that fast. Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 enters the movie in the, in the third act. <laughs> like, <laughs> think about that. He comes into the movie in the third, and then becomes the main villain. Kills Gwen Stacy. I don't know. With no with, with no motivation too. He yeah. just shows up in the power plant like ha Spider-Man. It's like what? Why, Why do you you don't like him? He, Why? Because <laughs> he wouldn't give you his blood. I mean, you got what you wanted. <laughs> just leave him alone. Like I don't I don't know, man. I'm gonna kill your girl. All right. All right. Everyone, uh, check out uh, Alicia Keys featuring Kendrick Lamar. It's on again. Let's check it out. Spider-Man: Far From Home. Let's get back to something that's actually good. We, we probably won't be on this one for as long, but. Let's just say Maybe. here, let me just say from the jump, this is the best chemistry that any of the movies have between their two leads. Correct. Yes. By, by far. Like, I actually believe these two like each other. You know what? Even May and Happy have better chemistry than the Peters and Gwens and Mary Janes from previous movies. That's a hot take I will support. I, I will, I will uh, fully with that. I didn't even think of that. And that's amazing. It's true. And okay. they, don't, they, they don't end up together. 
in terms of the situation, he's like, oh, no, it's real. I was like, no, no. And that's a funny. Yeah. Anyway. Go on with the casting. <laughs> John Watts. Tom Holland re- re- reprises his role as Peter Parker Spider-Man. I will say improvement. Yep. Samuel Jackson, cheat codes, crosses over, comes in as Nick Fury. Jake Gyllenhaal plays the amazing Quentin Beck Mysterio. Ironic that the kids name him and he runs with it. I like that little hot take that had, they had going there. Marissa Tomei comes back as the lo- the lovely, lovely Marissa Tomei comes back as May Parker. Lo- lovely. And, and Jake is amazing Better. in this. Jake, Jake's great in this. The whole cast. It's hard to find someone that dropped the ball. Even, with the, cheat, hate- even with the cheat code, it's the performances stand on their own. Yes. With their, so... You know. John Favreau returns as Happy Hogan. Great. Up. Got more to do. Zendaya, the lovely Zendaya returns. Lovely and adorable. She's making me crush on her <laughs> so quickly. She's so adorable. She's yeah. so cute. She's like dark and funny. Like uh, Peter has a great quote about like, I like her. She's like funny and dark and smart. Yeah. It's kind of cute. She's and charming, but and she's like, she's a character. She's, she's shy. A full character. She knows when to turn it up. She knows when to turn it down. She's great. Not, Jake, she's not dumb. She doesn't say, okay, I mean, it's gonna good. We'll get into it. She's great. Um, Jacob Baton, but Batalon as Ned Leeds up does better. Tony he's Rivoli. <laughs> he's hilarious. Tony Rivoli as Flash Thompson. I don't like his casting, but he he's better in this movie. Yes. He's got more to do. Um, Agorny Rice as Betty Brant, more to do. Up. I also love that intro scene where they're doing the recap of the blip. It's a great scene. Yeah, there's the, it, the, the that's the whole lead in is the blip lead in, which is cool. <laughs> Ultimate cheat code. Martin Starr comes back as Mr. Harrington. Oh. Can we get, yeah, I'll finish, I'll let you finish the cast. JB Smooth, Mr. Okay. Dell, hilarious. I want um, them. I was going to say, was, I want more movies with those two as a duo because they're amazing. The thing, I, I would love to go to the high school. What is it? Uh, I wrote it down the other time. It's in another list. I'd love to go to the high school and go to each class. And just yeah. see which teachers are doing what, because yeah. I think it's a it's a funny school. But Martin Starr and JB Smoove together, I don't know their chemistry, like their camaraderie ship is like com- they they play oh, they pull off each other. I want more I'll take the last shift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you're the first or the second. I'll take the third because I took my shift. <laughs> Colby Smothers uh, returns as Maria Hill. Lovely, lovely Colby Smothers. Lovely Canadian. I love seeing her back in 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 the fold. I'm just looking for who Dimitri is because uh, Newman Artikar plays Dimitri. Didn't say much, but he was amazing. Chameleon. Was in it. That's Chameleon. No, Isn't again. It? Yeah, again. No names wasted in this. No names wasted in this one. I knew there's a reason I liked it. Um, even Tony Garn as the seamstress. One small scene. Very funny. And shout outs to where's the boy? Remy Hill playing Brad Davis. He, he, Brad Davis. he was he was a potential foil for the romance, right? He was. And they played that as the smart CW, the triangle of, could this be the reason why? A smart motivation for Peter to press harder. Another motivation for um, MJ to be like, maybe, maybe not. Let me feel them out. And, and they were, they were know. really, they, they let uh, MJ's feelings be really ambiguous, but clearly she was not interested in this dude at all. At the whole time. But yeah, we're looking so. at that whole situation through Peter's eyes. So we exactly. see a lot of these moments where it could be, confused that there's there's some sort of chemistry there um then we have a uh, don michelle king playing edith e-d-i-t-h which is even dead i i'm the hero i'm the hero amazing <laughs> which <acronym>. is amazing <laughs> amazing acronym and then maybe the best cameo that they kept under wraps 
J. Jonah Jameson returning as J.K. Simmons, but reversed. J.K. Reverse. Simmons returning re- as in the in the J. final Jonah scenes. Jameson. That was amazing. That was like, <gasps> wow, he's here. Different haircut, but he just and he's a web key. He's not even like a real like. Nope. He's a web he, guy. He's a he's an Alex Jones. Just yes, like, yes. Give me the news when I, I get that. it. I love that because that makes him Perfect. more more vicious, right? More visceral, more in your face, and more the world that we're living in. Yeah. So way to update it. Could have given him hair, but I'm not mad at that. Yeah, his hair's a little different. Um this is the greatest cheat code movie, oh, even yeah. more than it the is. first one, because you brought in the assembler of Avengers, which is Nick yeah. Fury. The constant through line is how do you live in a world without Tony? He's obviously left you shoes to fill. And that father line story carries on with, I told you, like my text to you was like, I think they, they keep doing this whole father thing, right? Yeah. Where he has two dads this time, an angry dad, which is Nick Fury, and then seemingly a nice dad, which he thought was Quentin Beck and turned into something else. Yeah. And then Uncle Happy, who Uncle Happy, yeah. is always, just always loving support. Yeah. Let's get into this because we're just going to be banging it through. MJ is now the big Peter crush. Uh, and that's, that's great because now there's actually... We can actually compare the leading ladies because yep. Liz was good in the first one, but MJ is just like, we're, we're just going to gush about Zendaya probably whenever we talk about her. Cause she was fantastic in this. Um, and he starts with the iron spider suit too. So this, this, this takes place only like a few months, our time after Endgame. Endgame. And I think in the movie, you know, it's only been a few weeks, right? Yeah. Cause everyone did with the blip and the yeah. whole running joke is it's been five years, but even my little brother is now bigger than me. Yeah. And the yeah. whole joke of Betty, like, yeah, it's math. Yeah. So I, I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's math. Uh, those, those, <laughs> those two, two need to do more. Yeah. I just love it. They're I hope great. there's always a, a scene of those guys just bouncing off of each other. Uh, like I said, Martin Starr and JB Smoove together as the teachers on the trip for Europe. They're amazing together. I, I, I want to see more. I want to see more of them because they're. I love the musical chair scene where Peter's just like, I got to sit next to MJ. I bought this um, headphone jack that two of us can plug into. Ned, you got to help me out. You got to. Um, what's the word? Switch season wingman. me. Yeah, yeah wingman. wingman yeah. Me. So he goes up and literally asks, like, hey, like there's an allergy, Pete's allergic to perfume. Can you switch seats with me? He's talking to MJ, who's sitting next to Betty. Without missing a beat, Mr. Harrington clicks in and turns it into like Peter's worst nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Which is hilarious in itself. But the story that he gives Peter when they both sit down of his ex-wife. Oh, I wrote that pretty- down. Thank you for uh- Pretending to be blipped, I laughed. I roared so hard. It's I was so I was, good. I was almost on the floor. <laughs> it's so good because he just delivers it so deadpan. It's like I tell you, my wife pretended to blip out. <laughs> I don't need to hear the rest of it. I already know what's happening. I just, I just love the. We even threw a fake a fake funeral and everything. I was yeah. like, this is perfect for us because we keep counting the funerals in it. Yeah. And they had a fake one. He, Mr. Harrington, is so underrated. It's so amazing in this. I like, I like, I like in the end when when they're, when they're um, confronting Brad about his like you know what Brad's at the problem with Peter right and Davies was like listen I'm gonna be a nice teacher right now you can't take pictures of you, you can't take pictures of you in the bathroom it's, it's weird <laughs> <laughs> and then Mister Dell without missing a beat is like if it's a stall or if, if it's a sit down you can't do it like <laughs> like they're they're amazing tandem I'm just like this is how we're gonna parent this thing right like it's so good oh I hope they're back for the. The, the third one. I mean, I really they hope, have I to love, be. They I have love, to be. I love that. They I want have that. to be. They need a spinoff. 
<laughs> you know else who I wouldn't mind a spin-off with? Ned and Betty. Their love story, yeah, as brief and amazing as it was, was so like, babe. Oh, you me, babe, babe. Oh, thanks, babe. And, and Peter's like, what happened? He's like, you know, eight hours is a long trip, man. Like, you know, we, yeah. just, we just and they give us like these nice little touch tone scenes, right? The first scene is like him asking, "Do you like online games?" She's like, no. And then later on, little later on the, the plane, they like look at each other. Yeah. And then there's a little turbulence, so they reach for his hand. And by landing, they're like holding hands, making out. As like, is babe this, babe that. It's that's high school. Like, yeah. like you're if you're in the same area with a girl for long enough, you're like, I could go with you for like a couple of weeks. It's gonna work. I like how we, how he gets the you know he gets the black suit from Fury and them, and like Ned comes up with Night Monkey on the spot, and then that name just trends like right away, just picks up right. <laughs> But I, I love that that was a theme. It started with them not knowing who Mysterio was. Mm-hmm. And they went up, they heard off the news. It was man, the mysterious man. man. Mysterio, yeah. And someone's like, oh, Mysterio. And Peter took that to when he met Beck. And Beck's like, Mysterio, eh? And Beck takes that to his team. Like, they call yeah, me it's Mysterio. All, it's just word of mouth. It's great. But it's the kids creating the culture, right? Yeah. Like, and creating the whole story. And I, I, I love it, right? You keep. Is it web? No, it's not web. It's no, it's Watts. Credit. Watts. Watts keeps crediting the kids as the source, the nucleus for all of this story and all the things that are happening. And it's true. Yeah. How did you love his bender in uh, Netherlands? Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> hilarious didn't make sense. And no. I'm completely jumping, but I'm just picking all the funny stuff before we get into the theories and things. Yeah. He, he just ends up in a, a Dutch jail and they put him in a. Uh, a shirt? Like a jersey, like, oh. yeah. Yeah, like you look cold. <laughs> it's like, where I, am I? I will say this. He, I think, barring Garfield's I love you across the bridge, I'm pretty sure this version of Spider-Man uses his powers in public the most. Just breaking locks. Yes. Jumping around Italy, web, like with when the water. With the mask on. Yeah. yeah, that was. And he like, does a lot of stuff. I mean, he puts the mask, he puts that little furry mask, but he's still wearing that's the same not, clothes. That's not good enough. That's like no. a like a demo for the movie. You Someone take, knows you who this that, is. You gotta take that button up off or something. You gotta do like what I, anything. I, what I like about that too is that MJ figures it out on her own. Yeah. Because she just pays attention. Because she's been watching him. She just pays attention. Yeah, because she has a crush on him. So but she so she's watching him, but then she pays attention. It's kind of like, all right, you know, and she's she's actually confident enough to ask him when they go on their walk, like. You're Spider-Man, right? Yeah. And then she's not even sure, but she's like sure enough to ask him. (laughs) She's confident. She's more confident. And he's been working up the the nerve to be like, like, I like you. Yeah. And And she cuts him off like, well, you're Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. I followed you. I followed you. I saw the webbing. I saw the thing. You keep leaving at weird times. Yeah. (laughs) Here's your web. Yeah. So you know what that means? She is a better detective than, than Batman. I thought you were gonna say pussy gonna get him killed. Like, that gonna get, no, but she's tough, man. I, I trust her. She's she's got the she's got the mace at the end and everything. She's she's good. She's I also good. like the moral dilemma that Peter created in the first movie. He was gung ho about being an Avenger, cutting loose his life as a teenager. That's true. And stepping into this adult world. The one eighty happens in this movie where he's like, I just want to be a kid. I'm not ready for all this world of stuff. And he constantly gets thrusted into the spotlight now knowing that he doesn't have the safety net. Chef Kiss, they understand the character and they understand the character will always have that inner dilemma of like, I want to be with my friends, but I got to keep the world safe. Yeah, And he's looking for any excuse to get out of it. And Fury just keeps going, all right, we'll reroute your your school trip. We'll we'll give you... (laughs) Keep finding ways to keep him on the path, which is amazing. 
Yeah. And that's a stern dad making him learn the lessons. But his nice dad's like, no, I can help you out here. Just give it to me. And that's how he gets honey dicked out of and like, look what happens. Away. And look what happens. The stern dad is the is the one you should be listening to. The one he should trust. And the easy dad was the one who's like, I've made a huge mistake. Speaking of and that, that's, what you, what that's you, amazing. What do you think of this version of Mysterio? Because it's very different. Than I, I loved it only because I got the payoff of the actual mind fuck. That when he puts him in the world of he doesn't know what's left and right. If I never got that, I'd be upset because I felt yeah. like I was cheated. Yeah. I don't mind that he's not an actor, but it's a huge cheat code to make all of these villains disgruntled employees of Tony Stark. Yeah, but it but it's very cool that it's Mysterio is a team of people. Yes. Because a lot of there's a lot of special effects going on. So to have actual because remember in the cartoons and stuff, he just had those little cubes. <laughs> Yeah, that would just which create would make him a genius in itself like that yeah. alone is like this I would one, market those this one is just a regular guy who's a little loose up top can't bit. say regular he's he's a genius to he's a level of right. tony but not to the same level he and they retcon how the influence of that team has worked throughout the marvel universe right because they yeah. include characters in old movies but again really large cool. cheat code throw back to the very, very well one. done throw very back, well yeah done. throw back to a side character in the very first movie Yes. Iron Man One, who's just like nobody ever thought about it again. And I remember that scene and because because Jeff Bridges hits his tie in that scene and his tie goes flat. Oh, and I was like, and I, remember oh, I was like, and I was like, there's no way yeah. that was planned. Like <laughs> I think he, so I remember that scene well just because he hits his Tony Stark built this in a cave. Right. right. But anyway. So amazing amazing built-in motivation. Like Tony is this big braggadocious look at me. I've discovered all this stuff. Meanwhile, there's an actual team who's been doing all the R and D research and development and we want credit and he's, mad, credit. He's, and he's mad that they changed his name to, to barf <laughs> 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 which is like it's just so fitting for this universe and the amazing thing about beck is they slow play him like his crazy doesn't come out till like midway through the movie where he starts dealing with his team is like i can put all these guns on your faces how do you get this shit right and i was like yeah. yes yeah. yes power corrupts and the yeah. more he gets the more he starts to fall it's amazing and I do love, like I said it before, I love that Murray Hill's back in this doing stuff. Like that scene where he's, where the where Fury's up in the tower, he's like, "You got me, I got you." And she blows the drone. Like that was like, "There's Murray Hill." I love. I want to see more Murray Hill. I like that character. I like Colby. Uh, who doesn't love Shield, right? Like when yeah. Shield is operating at its best, it's the last. It's actually the last line of defense. Yep. I will say I didn't appreciate the third act sub bosses because he's fighting drones for the first half of the battle yep. until he gets to Beck and it's fun for Spider-Man doing crazy Spider-Man things but I miss him actually like tussling up with somebody with somebody yeah that's when he does his best stuff that scene felt like a video game that seems like a video game where you're trying to go through these trials to get to the boss right that's it I don't know if it's a knock or not but that's that's the kind of impression I got. I was like I feel like I would play this like I'd play this out right you got to get through these drones then the guy you just got to kick once <laughs> it definitely remind me of Mouser's because I'm a yeah. turtle head, and I was like, all right, yep. you gotta. But mousers piss me off. Those are the hardest ones. That are like they're so annoying. They're oh, they're brutal because they're, they're small and they bite you and they clink. Anyways, uh, his spider sense also debuts in this movie. His Peter, Peter Tingle? Tingle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which again has an evolution. It starts with Aunt May throwing a banana at his face. Yeah. Which is ironic that he ends up getting called Night Monkey. Yeah. You make your own comparisons at that. And it's like I thought you had a Peter Tingle. And he doesn't, but he has to develop it. He has to learn his skill, which is cool. Like we really didn't cool, know yeah. that you could do that. And then he uses it to basically win the day against Mysterio in the end. Because how else do you see those the illusions, right? Because they they're so realistic. We get the hey, you brought this up before we start recording. 
uh, Zombie Tony. We do the first, and yeah, we get we get our first taste of. If you haven't watched our what what if episode, we definitely go into Zombie Land. But I remember seeing this and us because they definitely left the reports of we are getting something close to this, and that everyone went nuts in the theater. I was like, Yo, are we getting Marvel zombies? Because you yeah. get the corpse of Tony climbing out. Yeah. Those scenes are the Those some are of the great. best stuff in it. They're, they're amazing. They're, and the then animation. like, and then they're like, they're an illusion within an illusion. When yes, he, he head fakes them twice. Yeah. He makes it like the genius on that. A lot oh. of those scenes also reminded me of uh, James Bond intros, how intricate it is where like everything flows into something else. And like it's yeah. it's kind of its own art piece. Yeah, that's James Bond. That's a good point. James Bond, I was just I missing that. that soundtrack song. If they gave me that it's Spider-Man or if they finally brought back Chad Kroger to sing that song again. No, don't bring, back, don't bring back Chad Kroger. Don't, this, don't is, do that. this is a franchise that knows how to bring back old things. So you never know. I also appreciated that Happy has the moment where he sees Peter building his own suit. And he kind of gets that smile, time. yeah. He gets that little tear. So this is very much a movie of two halves of Peter trusting his instincts and then Peter trusting his his mind. Because yeah. he has to use his sense, literal and figurative, to get out of the situations. Like being in the middle of Netherlands and getting happy to show up in the plane. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, there's the there's the great scene with like Ned and MJ, kind of arguing about who knew Peter's secret longer. That's <laughs> that's really he's so cute. jealous. That's really cute. Yeah, he's, he so comes jealous. in and kind of like, oh, Peter, are you getting dressed to go see the costume party <laughs> with the prince? <laughs> just like putting words <laughs> together. Yeah, he's like he he knows she knows she knows it's good. It's like oh that's and cool. He, I know longer, even though. as the acronym, you're like, so you're FOS now, yeah. friend of Spider Man. Yeah. Like, yeah, welcome to the team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've known longer though. I just... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do first. There's, there's also so good... it, Go ahead, interesting thanks. triangles. I was gonna say, I was just saying, yeah, like, they play the triangle really well here. There's a lot of triangle offense and a lot of triangle defense. And we mentioned at the beginning, you'll, but the, count the romance between MJ and and Peter is so much more organic, so much more natural. The, even their first kiss is like awkward and weird and it's like but you believe and bloody yeah yeah and he's bloody. bleeding yeah <laughs> and she kisses him and, and they go back still and then she leaves with the mace and she's out like, take this i'm just gonna take this it's awkward there's a funko pop with that her her and the mace is there yeah that's i awkward. want it now now i'm kind of like i want that one that's, you want the spider-man one the, no i want mj with the mace <laughs> that's with the mace that's totally cute his his eight his eight step plan that he has in the beginning of the movie Falls apart and literally breaks in his hand. But that's that's and how, her being her loves it even more. She loves the broken flower. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's the black the dahlia, right? But how many times in high school you'd be like, okay, this I'm gonna meet this girl, but I'm gonna like, you know, I'm gonna do, do this, 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 and that's like this, this doesn't work out. Didn't work. Ever. So that was and this of, didn't work to the best effect because he's Spider Man, right? Yeah. Like it's literally as you said earlier, Nick Fury be like, you know what? You guys are going to Prague now. You're going to Berlin now. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> just turning him. He's like, I and just inherited thinking like I was on the phone and I talked my way up and now we, you all have your own room. I was like, that's amazing, right? Yeah. Like, I loved all that. Stuff. And all he wanted to do was okay. just spend time with his friends and his girl or, or his potential girl. That's all he wanted to do, and he's getting thrown. I love that dynamic. There's also the cool Easter egg of, I mean, he's lying, but um, when Beck goes, you know, your Earth is six ones. He's he's from a different universe, right. but it's already been established that the MCU universe. Is actually Earth one nine 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 nine. Oh, so it's not even. He says six one six. He well, he's lying because he's not from a different universe. He's from that one. But the, he the, says this is Earth six one six. No, I know, and he says he's from eight, okay. Earth eight three three. Earth eight three three. Here's the Easter egg: is Spider UK. Ooh. 
Oh. But a UK is from 833. So that's kind of a police check. And 616, as we know, is the mainline comics. But the MCU universe is Earth 199999. You should also check out the license plates that uh, Maria Hill and Samuel Jackson are driving towards the end. They start off with ASM. And they go into numbers. I'm pretty sure those are specific Spider-Man issues. Yeah. I didn't get the numbers, but you'll do the work if you want to do the work. Yeah. But this is a this is a series that is littered with Easter eggs that intend to pay off. Even the funny ones of Betty, I just threw up a little and then yeah, being like, I, I have a mint. I have mint. <laughs> <laughs> like that's an instant payoff that I loved. What'd you think of the elementals? They were cool. They I didn't I liked them, but they didn't they didn't overstay their welcome. Because elementals are hard to do because they're they're big giant elements that you can't really hit. So you're they're just kind of there, but they served their purpose. They were a means to an end. Technically, they didn't even exist. They didn't even exist, but all the damage did, right? It was just drones doing, Do which would, I think I actually like that better that they didn't, they weren't even real. Cause like that's, even in this universe, that's a little hard to believe, but. And they still exist. So at any point, the real elementals can come. Yeah, it was, an, it was an, yeah. Fake versions and then the real thing show up. I also like brief scene. But they didn't have to play it up as they have in previous movies. You get to see Peter's quote unquote uncle's luggage because it says uh, BJP on it. His first suitcase is, you assume, Uncle Ben's luggage. Doesn't make it with him, which is kind of ironic as well. Ben didn't make the whole trip movie, but I like that there was a little nod. And that's all I needed. I didn't need an entire plot that he keeps looking at a suitcase and then. I, the calculator against I, the wall. I will say this he does take his mask off quite a bit but it's he always even wear a mask it's usually in, yeah it's usually in safe places i i i kind of was like a little annoyed not annoyed but i was kind of like huh when he walks into fury's underground layer with no mask on whatsoever he, he just, says like, to do that to him like i don't know I fury, was... fury prompts him to okay that's i don't know why because then you're meeting mysterio you're meeting dimitri you're meeting maria only fury knows who he is right Maria knows. Maria would know. Okay, Mysterio and Dimitri don't. So now you've got two more. So that was kind of weird for me. Here's the weird. Here's the weird thing. The whole world is still mourning Tony because, like, they have all these Tony like posters, billboards, uh, documentaries, and all that stuff. So we know he's died. I don't know who in the regular world has got to see the End Game battle play out mm-hmm. because Peter Peter definitely like loses his helmet and mask for that. So like there's leaving one kind of scenario and property to move into the other one. I get there's all this follow, but there's still a level of that's why it's weird or hilarious at the end that Mysterio reveals his identity. There's a level of him just like letting go of like people know who I am now because mm-hmm. in basically Infinity Wars and Endgame is every, all the heroes are being like, fuck it, like we just gotta go in. Like if this is who I am, this is the like, bare bones. We got to figure out how to save the day. So I don't know if this is them trying to make everyone at ease with it, even though the large world doesn't know. But again, to your credit, a lot more people are seeing him as Peter. Yeah. So it's weird that his fear at the end is everyone discovering who his true identity is. Seems pretty casual about it before that. So it's, it is, I mean, it is what it is. I don't really like, I like, I like secret identities because they add that layer of like dilemmas to everything. So I enjoy it. Like even in Iron Man one, when he's like, I'm Tony Stark at the end or I'm Iron Man. I was kind of like, like, I get it. That's that fits the character. I was kind of like, you couldn't do one more movie. You can do one full movie with the secret. Like 
you barely there's so much you can play around with when yeah. you're trying to protect an identity but it, it is what it is but yeah because all the avengers they don't even have secret identities none yeah. of them except for spider-man now really black panther didn't not, black not widow either. didn't captain america didn't tony didn't hulk doesn't even like you know what i mean everybody knows who everybody is so it's like so it's a weird fear that peter is always scared that his loved ones are going to be in danger because, i guess because he's I young i don't know well the avengers are constantly putting their families at danger they don't really have families really paid attention to pepper yeah his, his girl happy right. he's got a daughter yeah, he's got, well when he's, once he had, the daughter came in the, we're getting off topic at but yeah end. it's and yet it's all on topic so yeah. this is the best part of this movie is also the biggest cheat code is the yeah. fact that it so seamlessly fits into a world that's been established that you can really start branching out as many things as possible. I don't know if I think I cut you off when you were explaining the worlds and the different uh, universes because you were talking about the fake one. But this is also the first movie that drops a reference of the multiverse. Peter is smart mm-hmm. enough to understand that there are multiple multiverses. And if you're listening to this podcast, you already know that MCU has taken this to a place where they're now exploring those ideas. Even though this movie came out in 2019, right? It's only been two years, but look at, look at all, look at everything that's increased and they've brought to the forefront. Before we move on to the category stuff, there's one last thing I'll say about this movie is that um, apparently there was supposed, I just saw this the other day, the third movie in this, in this trilogy was actually supposed to center around Craven. This was, I guess, Craven coming for the now revealed Peter Parker's head, which would have been cool. Ooh. But they took it and went, cheat code it. We're going to put it to the grander universe and bring it to the multiverse stuff. So that's cool. I'm good. With, I, you know, I'm a big Craven guy, but uh, we're getting a solo movie. <laughs> so, who knows? Somewhere the line. Taylor, remember that uh, the guy who played Quicksilver was supposed to be him, Taylor Johnson James. What's yep. Taylor Joe Johnson, whatever his name is. I'm thinking Amy Joe Johnson, but Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's the one. There we go. You had a you had a few. I knew yeah. it was three names in a row. Anyways, yeah. let's get to the scores. Most convincing part, Peter Parker. Oh, I wanted to make my one joke before we got to the scores. Okay, get to the one joke. Witches. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Man, he's good. So good. All right. Most convincing Peter. So we're gonna rank them? Yeah. Let's, let's try to do this a little faster than last time. The worst was Garfield. He's never going to win anything. He's, he stinks. I, Peter was better about understanding the back and forth. I like... Because, I like. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. You're, you're talking. Well, I'm just going to say, but because Peter understood when he was, I guess, a year younger or how many years younger, he wanted to be an adult version and live this life. Mm-hmm. He grew enough to know, maybe I should slow down on this. I'm missing all these things that I need to do now. I don't want to be a neighborhood Spider-Man. Like I've gone to space. I want to take it slower. So yeah, he's my number one. He's my number one as well. uh, Tom Holland, because, oh man, I I was going to say it and I forget what I was going to say, but it's, he just, he just fits it better. Like he understands the, like you already said it, everything you're good. I'm I'm going Tom Holland first, Tobey Maguire second, Andrew Garfield third. I have something else I was going to say. I forget what <laughs> I forget it though. <laughs> I was trying to interrupt you and then I'm not smart enough. Witches. So, um, extra stuff you don't need to say. You're very smart. Best. Very smart. Hey, just being sarcastic. Best spider fighting. I'm really not. I expect okay. if there's anyone that's. <laughs> listen, if I die and leave 
tokens in a calculator, I expect you to find it. That's you know, what you know, I will do. if you die and leave me in calculator, the first thing I do is I'm gonna smash. You have to smash. It. I, have to. <laughs> I think we have our death pack. Of just I'd find the calculators. I find the things. closest wall and just, like, <laughs> at the funeral. Fuck! What are you doing, man? There's no coins in here. Yeah, no, it's gonna be full I'm of Chuck E. Cheese for the magic train station. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping Chuck E. Cheese is still around, but if not, you can get a whole bunch of tokens. So <laughs> do what you will with them. Mine's gonna be a bunch of beer fest tokens. <laughs> Oh, so, it should be plastic. So <laughs> next time you <laughs> next time you go, you'll be like, thank you. Thank you, Cook. I get a couple of free beers on you. See, look how smart you are. You took my joke and made it better. Um but, I love Led Zeppelin. But I use that joke in real life. That's, that's it's a good thing. it's a really good joke. Whenever the sound is anything, I just go, Oh man, I love ACDC. It's like <laughs> it gets so mad so fast. It's like that it's meme. Like, remember that meme with like where it's like if you see a white guy playing guitar, it's like, okay, John Mayer. Okay, John Mayer. I, get get mad. Mad. <laughs> I can't wait to try that. All that right. guy, his body count is amazing. So I, if I mean, if I get half of his body, I rate, count, I rate John Mayer. He's he, his his Instagram is He's funny. I rate everything sure. except for his music. I, yeah, I don't listen so. to his music, but he, he's funny guy. <laughs> if Chappelle likes him, we're good. That's, that's what I'm talking. He got co-signed already by by the goat. So all right, best spider fighting. <laughs> this is you kind of you added best spider fighting. What do you mean? You mean fight or just in general fighting? Yeah, because the. the all three of these movies have great fights with Spider-Man interacting with the villain. Yes. Hands down. Um, but I think some are better done because they happen more times. So honestly, I'm going to put... Hmm, it's a, scr- a scratcher for me. Because I want to put... Hmm, scratcher again. Okay. I'm being honest now. I'm putting Holland Spider-Man last because he doesn't ever actually get to fight back until the end. And even all then, the mind like a... stuff is him fighting himself and drones. Okay. Actually, I agree with that. So who do you put first? Because I like... Because... Okay. Go, 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 go. I interrupted you last time, so you go. I enjoy the multiple fights that Raimi Spider-Man and Doc Ock keep having. And it's like... an. I... It, it keeps going up, 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 up. So they fight against, they fight on a train. They fight on the side of a building. They fight in a bank. They fight in around a giant a train, sun. Yeah. Like they fight every, it's like, and it keeps getting better. And they're all good. And they're all throwbacks to like comic fights. Remember that one issue we read where it's him and Ock have like the longest fight. It's like, it's like 12 pages long. That, right. that train scene reminded me of that. And I was like, on the side of the wall in the, in the, the most recent Marvel video game, they kind of took that as the finale and they you fight Doc Ock on the wall. It's like amazing. It's good. I, I was gonna put him first, that one first, because of that reason. There's like the escalation there. I was with you until you gave me the rationale. If I he just punched Ock in the gut, it yeah, would have been over. It would have been, but and I really enjoyed, despite that third act being weird, the final fight between Electro and Spider-Man. It's a lot of good animation. It's a lot of good web slinging. It's a lot of good figuring out how to get out of the charges that I'm really crediting the animation team more than I am Garfield or Fox. Yeah. So I'm going to give it to Amazing Spider-Man 2 because I like that third act before Groblin shows up. Yeah, the, the th- that that final fight is crazy. It's but you really can't good. really hit Electro before that. Like, excuse me, in the, no. the Times Square. And, and that's what he has to learn. And yeah. even Gwen helps him figure out that he has to make a magnetic charge in order to fight him better mm-hmm. so like that's why gwen gets points right yeah. so it leads up to fight him better uh best swinger again for me i'm gonna give it to the amazing swimming two first because yeah. i like the they get the cool angle 
in the chest and he has a lot of like he's a lot more loose in the in the air when he's swinging around far right. from home does the same thing spider-man 2 is last for me because it um it's pretty static it's pretty it's pretty basic it was well, fun better? at the time but it's yes well better than the first one because he's Definitely. not just stationary go- yeah. like he, <laughs> he kicks his feet up like the 60s pizza. <laughs> yeah it's it's not just one isolated position they they attempt more things but it's not better than the other two i'm gonna give it number one to holland because there's so much drone stuff and that third act that's crazy he's really, yeah he is that's really true. going for it right that's true he goes right into the heart of it and, and then you see the whole other dimension and then he and he really actually makes it. a spider web and brings the yes. drones into it and they all get stuck that's yes. a good point that's a very good point so, i was thinking more of the beginning that's that's true we're both not wrong no uh, who takes off the mask the least i'm pretty sure garfield does I don't even think he wears it. But that's because he doesn't wear his costume a lot. Doesn't wear it. Yeah. yeah so that's kind of a weird category. I'm gonna cut that one out. <laughs> we'll give it to we'll tough. give it to Garfield because I actually enjoy Spider-Man Holland has a, the cheat code of several suits. So mm-hmm. when we ask best suits, it's gonna be hard. Although I'm gonna say black and red because that's amazing. And he puts webbing in it. But I really appreciated that they made the eyes huge. Yeah. In the Amazing Spider-Man Two, I was like, "That's the Spider-Man I remember comics reading." Like, at a certain level, they 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 gave him giant bug eyes, and he was more wiry, and he was less like muscle, more like tone. Yeah, and I appreciated that. So, I know that's not answering that question, but I'll give ASM two a little. Who's second? Well, I mean, they both Peter. So Tom Holland and Tom McGuire both take it off about the same amount of times, but when Tom McGuire takes it off, it's to new people. Yeah. When Tom Holland takes it off, it's the people who already know, for the most part, who already know. Like MJ already figured it out. Nick Fury already knows. He takes it off at the end when he's fighting Beck, but it's like Beck already knows. So it's not like it's yeah. revealed. So I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give takes off the most. I'm gonna give it to Spider-Man two second. And then Far From Home. So you're giving you're giving it to Far From Home first? Who takes out the most, the mask, the least? Yeah. No. Is, is this power ranking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is the top, the bottom, or is the bottom? Sorry, the sorry. I, 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 no, it's Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man 2 is last. There we go. Okay. I got that. I was reading something wrong. Okay. So he takes it off the least in Spider-Man 2. No, he has off the most. It's the okay. reverse. I, I, re- I reverse you. I understand yeah. what you're saying now, yeah. but I reverse you. Okay. Everything's the same, except for Holland is more and toby is less garfield in the middle something like that the best believable world that knows spider-man exists i wrote that didn't i yes that's why i'm pausing i'm letting you fill that out (laughs) best believable world that oh that's again that's that's the new york of it all right like at this point we're in a sequel so spider-man's not a new thing we're not this mask of vigilante spider-man has a name and an existence and a place and society has to know about him which is the best world that's built an understanding of oh spider-man belongs in this world like we play around with they all have him incorporated quite a bit yes this is a tough one it is and we're trying to fly through so i so take it away yeah i guess i have to go first based on that i'm gonna say spider-man holland last because he's in europe and he doesn't even get to use his own spider-man and he has to use another version and then they have to explain how spider-man's in europe at some point so like that's you're creating a new world that knows he's existed and you even give this a subset which is night monkey 
I'm gonna put Raimi's Spider-Man second because while they know they exist, people still think he's stealing that guy's pizza. So yeah, yeah. they're they're not sure if he's on the level or somebody else. And then he still has the actual funny, hilarious J. Jonah Jameson pumping propaganda out in the streets of like, well, Spider-Man's a menace. Amazing Spider-Man 2 has the people so behind him that a little kid will literally dress up like him, go yep. in the middle of the street and fight a mechanical robot rhino because they love this Spider-Man so much. Yep. And it drove Jamie Foxx, Max Dillon, Electro crazy because he thought Spider-Man was his friend and obsessed on him. So I think ASM2 has the best believable world that Spider-Man exists in. I'm going to be take the boring answer and I'm going to agree with everything you said. Well, it's not boring. You're, you're just trying to get through. I'm trying to get through, but but you all but you make great points. I was going to say Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the best one, too. I was having trouble with you, and you kind of just clean that up. Um, best moral dilemma. So this, the sequel seemed to be the best of understanding Peter is now trying to be a superhero, but Peter still wants to be Peter. So I'm going to say Amazing Spider-Man 2 last because yes. he's forcing drama onto himself with the whole breakup stuff. His girl starts the and movie other people. knowing who he is. He's the only and, one. And still creates drama. Because he's everyone he meets, he includes into a different level of drama. Yeah. He forces everything. So I can't Green Goblin, that. this is my complicated uh, girlfriend who works at your yeah, place yeah. and knows who Spider-Man is. Oh, she does? Yeah, okay, cool. Dry, I'm try snitching on himself. Yeah. Hey, Aunt May, I really want to find out who my dad is. Really? I haven't been taking care of you for your entire life? Fuck you. So like, he constantly brings people in to be like, yeah. you feel my pain? And they're like, no, we don't. You're mm-hmm. creating pain. So correct, I believe you. Yeah. As far as the rest of it... I'm going to say Raimi second because he gets yeah. slapped by Harry. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to say. He just gets, he gets bitch slapped. It's close though. It's close though. He, he has trouble admitting his feelings for Mary Jane, but if Mary Jane didn't leave the door open, there wouldn't be that more of a dilemma. I think he would have moved on if she could move on. But again, she was teasing. Yeah. Will I, won't I? I'm not putting it all on her, but like, he's not better. Tom Holland, Watts, Far From Home. He actually wants to be a kid. He actually wants to take a vacation. He yeah. actually wants to hang out with his friends and he just wants tell to... a girl that he likes. Yeah. And he can't, like even, and he can't even do that. He can't do it. That's, that's, that's the Spider-Man we grew up with, right? The little, the little things. To the point that the moment he tries to, she's like, you're Spider-Man. He's like, damn it. Like, that's the ultimate dilemma. No. The one thing you don't want her to know, she figured out. Bang. Um, best, best friend. Oh, I skipped one. The best, best friend. So no, let's do best best friend because that's we have to add more people into that category. Amazing Spider-Man two doesn't even have one until the third act, so it's last. Well, it's, it's, it's you don't think Harry is his best best friend that he hadn't met in he ten years? Th- yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He's Jamie terrible. Fox's best. I mean, well, Max Dillon's best friend is Spider Man. Yeah, the Amazing Spider Man. Terrible. All right, terrible. Fine. Uh, the second one being um, Spider Man two because Harry's um, not. Otto's more of his best friend than Harry. That's what I mean. That's, t- that's terrible. You could, <laughs> Connors you could, is more of his best friend. You know friend. what? You're right. You could swap those two. Because Harry Osborne is more of a rival than a friend. That's an easy swap, actually. Those two. All I know is Far From Home is first because Ned is amazing. This guy wings yes. for you. This guy covers for you. This guy goes to watch a four-hour opera for you. This guy, like... Which is amazing. But this is the moral dilemma and best best friend because once Mary J gets included in the scenario that now ned knows he's taken aback and a little more defensive 
And arguably, MJ and Peter will become better best friends than Ned and Peter will. It may not have happened, but but if I'm projecting, there's going to be a closeness there. Because I don't think Peter's ever swung around New York with Ned clutched his arm. No, no. And you'd be pissed if I did that with my girl and didn't do that with you. Yeah, I would, I'd want to ride your back, for sure. And I'd be like, this is awkward. Least, like, yeah. can you ride my front? or like? <laughs> yeah, you want me face-to-face? or? Can you fanny pack it? Or like, how about you jet pack it? What's going on here? Like, right? We get, there's, a, there's a three-hour discussion of us laughing of what's the best way for me to carry you around the city. Which leads us to best leading lady, which is the one I thought I skipped. Zendaya, no, easily. Easily. Yeah, no, no, there's no argument here. You already knew we were going to say this. Zendaya, easily. That's why I was like, let's play with best friend a little bit. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe, no. She's capable. She's smart. She's assertive. She's a character, fully fleshed. She's also she's also shy. Yeah. She's also, did you say dark? No, not yet. I hadn't gotten to those parts. I was just saying. The, Funny, sorry to cut you off. I'm just, there's so many characteristics. She's, a, she's a character. She's an actual full-fledged character. She's a little flower that blooms throughout this movie. Yeah. Because she starts off a little closed up, and then you see what she's offering. Uh, Bo. Ah. Bo. Bo. We didn't talk about Bo. She's amazing. She's, I love her. She's adorable. I'm in love with her. Um, the anti Aloha. I'm going to do Amazing Spider Man 2 second, just because Emma Stone is her own character as well. She doesn't do, well, she does do things, but she helps Spider Man solve crimes. Force drama she's better aside. Than MJ. Yeah, force drama aside, she's an actual character. She supports him. She's, she's she does her him. own thing too. She's got her own arc too, right? She's valedictorian. Yeah. She gets into Oxford. She helps Spider-Man solve how to not get electrocuted. And she bounces. Mm-hmm. Like literal. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. She bounces and cracks her head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Best villain. <laughs> That's the best scene. Dude. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about that. This is kind of a dilemma. This uh, is hard. This is hard. So it's nobody from ASM2? No. Great attempt. It's basically um, between Jake Hall and uh, Molina. But the reason why I give it to Melina is because it's only Melina. Jake Gyllenhaal has a team and a cheat code. Works for so me. it's not even like you're fighting just Beck. Yeah. You're fighting a team of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Stark. That works for me, actually. Even though I think that um, Gyllenhaal's motivation is a bit more believable. Because he's, he's out for revenge. Follow and he's crazy. Question. And he's crazy. Follow-up question. To help satisfy that thinking, which villain has the best motivation? Yeah, that's to me. That's is Jake Gyllenhaal or Beck. Beck. Electro. Ock. Yeah, it's so bad because it's it's too bad that like because Molina's performance is so good, but his motivation is just like, what does he what does he want to build a giant fireball? Okay, like and really, again, really. Uh, Max Dillon, Electro, Jamie Fox is so interesting. You know, he ha- he's playing with all these things, but with no direction and no idea of what's happening in the story, it just gets lost. You know what would have been better is if they had. With Molina's character, if they had somehow sewed in the belief in his mind that building this fireball would bring his wife back, that would be like, okay, that makes sense to me. That's why you know, he's be, so crazy about building it. You know, it'd be even better if you found a way to bring back Jamie Foxx as Electro, Alfred Molina as Dr. Octopus, mm-hmm. and you know what? Why not even throw in Willem Dafoe yeah. as Green Goblin? And Thomas Hayden Church as Sandman. Why not? why oh, not we, we we haven't even begun to talk about no. we'll get then. to that uh best carryover arc so this is from the whatever storyline came from the original 
Um, far from home doesn't really have. Far from home doesn't really have any, is it? So that's third. Yeah, because it doesn't really have a carryover. I don't. Second think. place is Raimi Spider Man because he's still dealing with Mary Jane, and that doesn't really complete. It leaves but the Harry, the, the Harry Osborn stuff carries over. Uh, okay, you can argue that. I went, I went love affair. Yeah, okay. I was gonna give it to ASM too because that dude just keeps crying. <laughs> okay, we'll give it to ASM too. It keeps crying. He doesn't stop crying too. <laughs> like that's the greatest arc ever. And that stupid briefcase. So most improved character. MJ. That's one of yours. So, oh yes, absolutely. His, yeah. No need to rank MJ. Yeah. Everyone else is pretty much consistent. Maybe second place is Harry from Raimi first because he knows who he is now. Sure. And then third is Gwen because they give her more to do. But she's still the same. Yeah, she's still the same character. So yeah. But you get more of her. Like she was in the back and she was kind of just watching and kind of sarcastic. And this one, she gets to be a full on character. So I say MJ. Best score. It's not ASM2. It's got Kendrick and Alicia Keys. That's one song. That's not score. That's a soundtrack. Score would be like the oh, instrument. Oh, best single. Okay, okay. The whole instrument. And then it's uh, Raimi, Holland. right? Yeah. No, no, no. Holland. Raimi has weird music too, man. You know what? I was they're still attention. figuring out. The I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. With, I wasn't really paying attention to that because I started this list after. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm. It's, it's. I'll go with the you. MCU because the MCU has paid out for. We, we have G-code. ACDC again in this song. Uh, not to mention all the other songs. That's that still we, not score though, but yeah, it sounds. I get what you're saying. Yeah. They'll pay for that. They definitely paid for one score, like one composer. Fair enough. Whereas ASM2 definitely had at least six. And Raimi didn't know what he was doing at that time. So I'm definitely not going to give it to him. Best new character. JB Smooth. Uh, good call. For me, it's JB Smooth. Could be Alfred Molina. But there's, me. see, but we talked, I was trying to avoid villains because we already talked about villains. But it's, okay. He Just is say new, that. but he is Throw new. that out there. You can say that. Throw that out there. Um, that's a good one. I'm not going to argue with it. That's that would be like, my... Because he's not in the... Martin stars in the first one, right? So, but Jason... Yeah, it's, it's either him or like Dane. Yeah, Dane DeHaan. Yeah, he was... Yeah. His performance is actually pretty good. Dane I would DeHaan love a movie a with him the entire movie yeah. so I can get the feel for him. But he's... He got chopped up and he's creepy. So Yeah, he's really... But that's a testament to his performance. So I'm going to put it as Far From Home, Amazing Spider-Man 2, and then Spider-Man 2. Best twist on the original or source material. Far from home is like a brand new thing. They don't does he even go to Europe? No, actually, so well, just Mysterio in itself. Mysterio's Mysterio origins itself, is completely a twist, and everyone enjoyed that. So how do you how do you argue with that? But I, I think in the comics it's the same sort of thing. He debuted as like a quote unquote hero and then flipped the script. They find but they made him not like this. Stark backstory. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not like this. Because in ASM2, we get Electro, but it's the ultimate version of him. Yep. And that's not bad. It's a twist. And I get where you're going for. You're going more serious. But this is a movie where you also gave me Rhino Tech, like yeah, the, the mech suit. That was terrible. And that didn't really work. So that was terrible. maybe I want to say the mech suit because it's hilarious. So you want to rank this one, this twist on the original Far From Home, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, and then Spider-Man 2? Yeah, Spider-Man 2, Raimi doesn't really have a twist on anything. Just on, no, I guess Doc Ock, but it's not even a twist on it. Here you go. This is a good one. Best looking two in the movie title, the number two. 
Ooh. You would take, I didn't even take notice of this. So this is, this is like, you need to strong arm this one. The best looking two. Damn. We should have had this pulled up. So yeah. We could look yeah. Because I remember, there's, remember this. Okay, here's the thing though. The spider, the, the Raimi Spider-Man started a whole font. Right. So, I mean, we got to take that into account. Because there was a whole, like Sony PlayStation 3 copied that as a font. <laughs> I don't even remember that, but they did. Far From Home doesn't even have a two in it. They do not, because it's not a sequel. So that's last like place. A, so it's last place. And this is the greatest poster that you've never seen, if I can send it to you in time, but I probably won't be able to. Um, so you Amazing Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 2? No, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is just a basic two. It is. But I just like the... Are you looking at the face-off poster where they're both looking at each other and Jamie Foxx is like... No, no. I need to see that one. Okay. Um, it's original... Raimi, Spider-Man, then it's Web Spider-Man, then it's... I almost forget his name. Watts. Watts, Spider-Man. Electricity Watts. Oh, there you go. I think we'll go with that. Best looking new suit. Best so my cheat code, because suit. we got three in Holland, is the black and red. I love the black and red, but I'm actually going to give it to uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, because it looks classic. You but... got the big eyes, man. Got the big eyes, it moves in the wind. That was kind of cool. In Far From Home, he got the cheat code where it just suctions onto his body, right? Well, and he gets to wear five, I, three to three to five different suits, including the night monkey one. Are you putting him last? Because I I can't stand the Raimi suit. I don't like it at all. How it's got the uh, raised things. I no, I'm just saying it's a cheat code. I don't know if it's first or last. I'm putting it second. I'm putting Amazing okay. Spider-Man. First, and I'm putting Spider-Man Two last. They don't change anything for the Amazing Spider-Man. They no, it's the same with thing it. with the raised. I can't stand that suit. I don't like it at all. I don't like it. Tell, tell me what you really think about it. I don't like it. All right. Best throwbacks to the first film. Spider-Man: Far From Home. That's the best because they use all the cheat codes. Okay. Yeah, they do. That. That's true. Oh, uh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two literally has ghosts of the past. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this might be tougher because I'll put Terrible that one second. It's actually going to work for her. I'll, I'll put that one second. And then Spider Man 2 doesn't. It's just, it's just Spider Man only has Harry seeing kind just of. Yeah. All right. Best setup for inevitable third film. Far from home, easily, because of the reveal for everybody. Easily. You say that, but Amazing Spider Man 2 literally had a layer of all the Sinister Six. Yeah, but it was not the best. That's just forced. Is that, did we write best? Oh, I wish we just wrote. You didn't write biggest. You wrote best. <sighs> Damn it. Best. So Spider-Man. Um, that is the best. No Far Way Home, home takes up right where this one leaves off. Right. So, I mean, it's it's, direct, it's like the next day or the next yeah. moment. So I got to right. put that first. You're right. Maybe Spider-Man 2. Is... And we should have said big, biggest letdown because then I could shit on MSN2. Yes. Yeah, MSN2 10 times over. So would you put ASM2 or SM2 as the next one? Because he sets up the new Goblin, and the other one sets up the Sinister Six. Sinister Six. ASM2. And then Spider-Man 2 last. So that's it for the categories. We got to add them up now. You did hear about the Morris Bench, right? I just did I just did quick math. Yeah, Morris Bench. Yeah, that's uh, Hydro Man? Which one? Which look, at this, one? look at this guy. Look at this guy knows his comics. Look at this guy. Remember they remember they cloned Mary Jane in the cartoon? Oh, we can't. I can't wait to do that. She was the nice. water clone. I was like, what they jumped their shark. They ju- when they jumped the shark, they destroyed it. Yeah. Multiple Anyways, vitamins. I did. I did quick math. That's good. I did quick math. So judging on our categories, Spider-Man Two comes in at thirteen. 
So right. the categories being two for first place, one for second place, none for third place. Comes in at 13 as last. Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man 2 comes in at second with 17. And Far From Home comes in first with a whopping 24. It's not really whopping. Well, compared to 17 and 13, it's whopping. Cheat codes. Cheat codes. They, they have Gene Gamey. You want to take away they points for cheat code? <laughs> yeah, but they also have Zendaya. They do. And I'm falling in love with her. So I'm not biased. <laughs> she's, just, she's just really, really, she's just really, really she's cute. So, she's so she's lovely. Just, she's just lovely and cute. She's so lovely. And so if you go back to last week's episode, the best on-screen Spider-Man part one, hopefully that's what we're calling it. Uh, <laughs> I think you have to call it that. Right? I have to now. Um, it was it was homecoming first spider-man one second made spider-man one third now we have far from home first made spider-man two second spider-man two third sorry but cheat codes win i kind of wonder both if, times if they're gonna make a third movie to all of these i really want them to do a third amazing spider-man just so we can do the third time that's it just randomly i mean we can and just fill in an andrew garfield movie and make fun of that we could write our own write our own andrew garfield movie we could kogan dang could definitely pitch an amazing spider-man too based on where he meets felicia felicia hardy and they just break up four times the only caveat is we have to keep and then it It has to increase what number two did and there has to be more and thens with the Sinister Six. Or, you know. Nobody cares. 